Low-key Laura listened last week because she wanted to hear the dick no balls conversation. Oh, my <laughs> Straight God. Up. I mean, she saw you posting about it. She was like, what? I was like, you just got to listen. Balls. Yeah. That conversation was just ridiculous. I'm still getting getting like. Is there a female version of that? Dick no balls? No. Yeah. There's no way. Titties no nibbles. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 42 of the Saratobi Sports Pot. It's quarantine episode 11. It's me, John, as always. To my left, I have Mr. Just on his damn phone, as usual, Justin Thomas. Yo, what's going on? And then to my right, Southwest, Domestic West. I mean, that's all he's in because we ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that's a fact. But in the studio this week, we do have a special guest. Honestly, one of the most entertaining people I know. And um, a good friend, Keese, in the building. He does everything. I mean, what? Engineer, hype man, literally just one, someone that uh, if he's around, it's, it's, something's going to happen. It's definitely going to be a good time. <laughs> About to say the energy in the room just like, you know, spark light. Shit crazy. Yes. My man's. Yes, appreciate you guys for having me here today, man. I've been looking forward to this. I know I've been asking to get on here. Since you guys <laughs> yeah, of course, of yeah, course. Nah, for sure, for we, sure, we had bro. to establish ourselves a bit, yeah. but um, no, definitely glad to have you here. And then JT has some um some backup for for his Jets thing, and just someone to like just wallow in. A friend is that what you're... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keith, how you how you feel how you feeling, bro? How you I'm feeling? Feeling pretty man? good. I'm pretty sore from my you know softball game yesterday. Oh <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, now nah, most definitely. Wash King. Yeah, I'm definitely definitely washed. <laughs> <laughs> definitely Wash washed King. now, man. Breaking down little by little. Oh no, nah, little piece by piece, bro. I feel you, bro. When I woke up this morning, like I was telling you, my legs, I was like, damn, son, I feel like I just left practice, bro. Like this is <laughs> this is different. Lactic acid all built up in my legs and shit, man. <laughs> different. Not not like the youngin' days, bro. I feel no, like not bef- at all. Yeah, because before I feel like niggas could just go all day. Not now it's real. like ah shit. Yeah, have a bag of chips yeah. and like a snapple. Yeah, right. And just be going for the rest of the day. Yeah. Don't even stretch. You remember those good days? Bro, I was we thinking about the day. I was like, yo, I really need day. to stretch and shit. Like, I remember when I started doing that at college, and I was like, wow, I guess we really are getting old that I have to warm up properly <laughs> before I play. Yep. And now that I think about it, yesterday, I tried to stretch before the game, and they started making fun of me, so I stopped. Bad influences. Now that I think about it, I should have stretched. And they probably, everyone at home, just like, shit, we should have stretched with keys. Everybody's like, ah, shit. Joey's over there warming up. What am I supposed to do? Look at him being safe over there. (laughs) (laughs) Responsible. Niggas, man. Felt like it might have been Taylor that was making fun of this nigga, bro. Bro, It was definitely Tyler. Oh, it was Tyler? Oh, of course. (laughs) Yeah, go figure. But uh, what's it called? Now, Corona and shit, bro. Shit crazy. Niggas in the crib doing doing whatever. (laughs) Video games, spending time with their significant other. Warzone. Not getting to see anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Mad in chat. You know what I'm saying? I done had so many conversations with my dog, it's crazy, bro. So all I do is talk to my dog. (laughs) (laughs) I only get to talk to people. Right? right? I'm about to say, nigga, you can't be talking to your dog 100% of the time. You had to get this nigga some, somebody get this nigga some human interaction. Like, hey, man, social interaction is important. And I mean, listen, with the way the weather's been going, everything, you just want to sit outside and just talk. Like, is it? Just be like, all right, let's just. Got a neighbor, got whoever's like, listen, we're going to sit in the backyard. It's nice. We're going to grill and just cool out. I mean, honestly, that's a that's the thing. It's like niggas have just been socially distancing with their friends. 
You know, that's what we, that's literally what we've been doing. Like niggas was out like tossing, tossing a football, jogging. Mm-hmm. Doing sports whatever. where you don't need to be right next to each other. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why, that's why our niggas was playing softball. Softball was like, nope. was like the perfect shit. Until Jared and Darius ran into each other. Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah, that shit was. That was a nice collision. Yeah, definitely <laughs> nice was. Collision. All right. How does it feel having hope, real hope? I feel like for the first time in a long time for the Jet season. Because this is the first time in a long time that I've actually like, okay, I'm looking forward. And then with your division being as wide open as it is now. Yeah, I think I, I'm really excited for the season. One, because my main reason is our defense. Mm-hmm. We had one of the top defenses last year. And when healthy. our two main players, even when, not, even when we weren't healthy, we mm-hmm. still had one of the top defense. And we didn't have Avery Williamson or C.J. Mosley. Mm-hmm. And that's at the most important position on the defense, at middle linebacker. So we get those two back. I think Jamal, we got Jamal Adams. We got you Marcus think he's going to get traded? I don't think so. There's no way you can trade him. He's a generational talent. I don't uh, think. man. Unless you get two, three know. first rounders for him, bro, how do you trade him? Mm. He's literally top five defense, impact defense player this, in, in the league last year, bro. Besides, like, Aaron Donald, I don't think anybody has more of an impact on defense. Maybe maybe Nick Bosa last year. Mm-hmm. But, like, Jamal Adams, bro, like, he can play. He's... He starts at the safety. Next thing you know, he's snatching the ball at the quarterback's hand, running for a touchdown. Like, there's Sad not too day. many guys that play with that energy. Nah, he's really every single snap, bro. Like, you don't find that, bro. You can't just trade that away, bro. You're not gonna get anything like that again. So I think they're gonna pay him for they sure. They got, they yeah, gotta, they gotta pay this nigga, bro. They got to, bro. And I don't know. I honestly, I don't really know what the holdup on it on it is either because you you see the progression in this nigga. Nigga came into the league was like 20, 2017, He he was killing. Then last year he was killing crazy. Twenty nineteen, and it's like, yo, this nigga first team all pro. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's uh, he's definitely worth the money. Like I think you guys should pay him too. But like I don't know. Just do you guys feel like the well? Now you have a new GM, but do, do well, you feel the, like well, here's the thing, right? It's all there's also the, the the case of Jamal Adams isn't uh, Joe Douglas's draft pick. So mm-hmm. there's not that person, you know, that, that personal connection. Like, all right, you're my guy. I drafted you. I want to give you this money. It's just you know, work with me. Work with me. He's coming from the standpoint of okay, you're this really good player, but. I come from an organization where this is how we did things, and it's successful. The Eagles got a Super Bowl. They've been to multiple playoffs, things like that, right? Now he has the reins. He's probably going to think of it more in the terms of, yes, you're great. Yes, you deserve money. Is this the right time to give you the money? Maybe, maybe not, right? So you also have to remember, Sam Darnold's contract, rookie contract is coming up in a year as well, right? My thing is— And you got all that money. You got gave CJ the bag. Exactly, right? And you also have a lot of money tied up with uh on Bell as well. Mm-hmm. So you drafted him with the six overall pick, right? When you draft somebody top ten, you're expecting him to be a franchise player, mm-hmm. which he has become. Yeah, it only makes sense to pay him like a franchise player. The only problem, the only hindrance, is that he plays safety and he plays strong safety, which is you know it's not up there in terms of positions on a football field. I mean, we see the impact that he has. It's like he, like you said, like he. If you take Jamal Adams off the Jets defense last year, that is a bottom three defense that's just how big of an impact he is mm-hmm. i mean his ceiling you know you could argue like his ceiling could be up there maybe among like a troy palomalu like that's how much yeah. of an impact player he I is mad at that comparison, uh guys. but at the same time the jets have so many other holes that they could fill where you could and i've heard rumors of oh this kid ashton davis from cal he's a swiss army knife he's fast he's physical all right we can get away with playing just him and um uh, Marcus, well, Marcus, May. Marcus May, yeah. When I'm like, well, why would I do that if I know for a fact I have this generational piece mm-hmm. who is arguably the best safety in the league right now, a cornerstone, a great locker room guy, right? Fits all the bo- fills all the boxes. Even the media love him. Media loves him. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Why, why would I? Why would I not pay him? But all right, all right. All that said, who do you pay first? You pay you play Mo, Mo first, or you play Sam Donald first, knowing that this nigga's coming off his uh, rookie deal soon. Well, it has to be it has to be Mo because you could still get Darnold. Darnold still has Two this years? year and another mm-hmm. year on his this rookie year, deal. Another year, and the option. Yeah. An option. So this okay. they picked up Jamal's fifth year option. Right. So my thing is, you you pay Jamal now. Then you wait the two years, whatever. Then you pay Darnold, right? Now you have locked up your two cornerstone pieces, your cor- your cornerback, quarterback, sorry, and your safety, right? The two heads of your franchise. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about the Jets, right? The first thing that comes to mind is Sam Darnold. This next thing is Jamal Adams. So I honestly think right now Jamal Adams is the face of the franchise until Sam Darnold has that season until he's proven until he's proven fully. and he hasn't had a chance to do that because he had yeah. the mono last year mm-hmm. right but until he's proven it Jamal Adams is the face of your franchise absolutely just like for a while Troy Palomalo was the face of the franchise Ed Reed was one of the faces of the franchises for the Ravens mm-hmm. I don't think in a million years the Steelers were like you know what we could trade Troy Palomalo for a first overall for a first rounder and a, maybe a third rounder in 2022 like no you don't do that Jamal mm-hmm. Adams has reached before when he was complaining about the oh Patriots aren't taking calls on Tom Brady. Rams aren't taking calls on, you know, Aaron Donald. At that point, I was like, okay, he's a little bit wild and a little bit. But he proved that, yes, the Jets are not supposed to be taking calls on Jamal Adams. Adams. They definitely shouldn't be. I think that that whole situation was definitely a mess because that's the, like, no matter what, that's the best player on your team. Like, unless you're out here like, damn, this is the best player on my team left where we have, we need to trade him to start rebuilding. I don't see a reason to trade a player of that caliber regardless yeah. and to me it just seems like such a cornerstone of the franchise like you said and it's just like that's you have your offense that you're building around Darnold you have your defense that should be built around him that's the way I look at it but it's going to come down until you whether, like whether they actually pay him or not I also think they should pay him too and then kind of see what happens to the rest because um, Darnold wasn't that GM's pick either so if Darnold yeah. doesn't have that prove it thing then they'd be like okay we already have Jamal we can just go try and find another quarterback at this point but I don't know. How do, how do you feel about, like, do you feel like Darnold's the real deal? I, I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he has a strong arm. You know, he's mobile, very smart. Um, I think he just has to limit his turnovers. And having that new offensive line is going to help. I think yeah, part of it definitely going to help know, a lot. All yeah. that pressure and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that Makai Becton pick was a huge, great mm-hmm. pick. Like, that, I really, yeah. really, like, I want to see D. Lamb because we need a receiver bad. Yeah. yeah. But, bro, you, you can't find a left tackle anywhere, bro. So you got that big. Well, he's six seven, three hundred and forty mm-hmm. pounds, bro. Yeah. Like that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be huge for Sam Donald's career, bro. I really do. And apparently, like of all the offensive linemen, niggas think that Makai Becton has the highest ceiling. It's just the fact that he's so big. Like that scared that scared a lot of teams away. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I I don't mind the the Makai Becton pick. I still think that the Jets should have went receiver. That's my that's my person. <laughs> yeah, that's my personal. It, it, so it's, it's a hard. And I remember because we had some yeah, 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 on it. But it's like one of those things where it's like. You can't get the ball to C.D. Lamb or, you know, another top receiver right. if, you know, he's getting blindsided by mm-hmm. a defensive lineman or a lo- or a linebacker. And you guys got Pittman in the second round, right? No, not Pittman. No, we got uh, Denzel Mims. Denzel you go. Mims. You know, yeah. so I thought I, I thought that was that was fantastic by, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you by, by Joe Douglas. Job. Joe Douglas had a fant- – in terms of, like, drafts, I, I don't know if you could have done it any better than what uh, Joe Douglas did with the pieces that we had and the pieces that we needed – because I mean, to get Mims, Davis, and and Becton in the first three rounds, you know, and then getting more additional pieces as mm-hmm. as the draft went on, I that's just I don't know. But he almost did some shit though when he traded back. I remember I was so like no, I was talking to Keys about it. Niggas was just like, "Yo, bro, like, why do we just do this shit?" Yeah. 
them trading back and ended up it ended up working out that they got freaking Denzel Mims. Now nah, that was that was tough, especially since like there's so many good receivers in this draft, and you get Denzel Mims in the end of the second round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man, the both kind of fell in y'all court on that one. That was you know that was the football guys looking out for y'all for real, for real. Yeah, no, I think we definitely needed that, man. Definitely needed a receiver, bro, because last year was horrific, and then we let Robbie Anderson walk. Yeah, I mean we signed a Perryman, but like. It's, come on, yo! Yeah. <laughs> come on! Listen, I've yeah, had enough for Sean Perryman. Yeah, right. right? I've, um, yeah. what was your guys' record last year? Seventy nine. All right. So my my prediction again is just I don't believe in Adam Gase. I I'm saying five hundred, a little over five hundred. I think that maybe two years. I think you guys are really gonna look good. Um, and then you're gonna see the development of your pieces. But I also think this is the prove it year in general. Like I think it's got to be that prove it year for Darnold, and I think it's got to be that prove it year for Gase. And I'm worried, like you mentioned before about do you guys do enough to keep Gase's job safe? Because I I do not believe in him at That's all. what the scary thing is, is that he may not be a good coach, but the team may outperform like last year. Mm-hmm. Last season, the Jets should... Honest to God, the Jets should have finished the season like maybe like 4-12. and 12. Um, because, I mean, well, especially after y'all started, like, what was it, 1-6? and six? I one, think it's... Yeah. Yeah, y'all started... Like something like that. 1-6 with Sam coming off the mono. I mean, and then after the loss to Dolphins was abysmal. Loss of the Bengals was abysmal. I mean, that but, how they managed to get seven wins is phenomenal. But looking back on it, though, that that Dolphins loss wasn't that bad because the Dolphins were a lot better than people mm-hmm. made them out to be. Like, oh, yeah. yeah people were yeah. trying to make the Dolphins seem so terrible. Can Alabama beat the Dolphins? They were not that bad. They were actually a mm-hmm. decent they team. They were a decent team. I still think we were a better team and we shouldn't have lost. I mean, but it also goes, and there was some of the, you know, the interceptions. I remember the interception that Sanchez, Wow, I keep thinking that Darnold threw um, right before halftime. I was like, bro, I like literally screamed at the TV. But I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, he only has about maybe a second and a half to get rid of the ball because there's line, there's three guys rushing at him. He's got to escape the pocket, run. He's got to try and make something out of nothing. And I think that's why, you know, going back to what you said, the Makai Becton pick is going to be huge for us because mm-hmm. now he'll actually have time and limit those turnovers. I mean, you go back, look at it throughout the course of his career. The majority of his turnover turnovers come when there's a guy right in his face. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, you, you want him, you know, as he gets older, you, he's gonna, you know, learn to throw the ball away. But I mean, there's only yeah, so much you can do exactly. and process when there's a 350 pound linebacker coming at you with, you know, full force. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't know. I guess we'll see. And then, you know, that's a that's a that's why we spoke about it about how we grade draft picks and stuff. It's really hard to grade stuff until we actually see see mm-hmm. what happens on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like for all we know, CD might not even be that good. Or same thing with Henry Ruggs or or Jerry Judy. We might it's mm-hmm. we're gonna see that that translation on the field this year. And for all we oh. know, Makai Beckton might be the best left tackle in the league after this. Yeah. Oh, don't I know it about those wide receivers? Don't forget about my man Ronnie Stanley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronnie Stanley, yeah. Which yeah, some some idiot. I, I oh yeah, me and John had a laugh about trade. that this week. Like he was like, oh, apparently so. It was like a normal Ravens fan page. He's like, apparently someone said that trading on um, Ronnie Stanley for Jamal and picks, and then we're like, this is a terrible trade. It was for straight the, up no, no, like no. Staley and a first rounder, Staley and the and the Ravens first rounder for Jamal Adams and the Jets first rounder. Yeah, no, like, that ain't like why would we do that? That ain't terrible. That would be such say, a Jamal, bad trade for the Jamal Ravens. Is I I can't I don't think right now I can name a bit like based off of last season I don't think there's a better safety in the league than Jamal. I Adams. agree, but I just don't think that's an area of need for us right now. Yeah, and nah, for I'm about us to, to say lose for Ronnie Stanley, it's already good. First team All Pro. Yeah, like, like, yeah I, come on. Yeah, man, let's man. You, let's let's lose arguably the best left tackle to who's built a relationship with our young quarterback to bring in a safety and then just have this hole another hole on the line. Yeah, no. 
you can. It's easier to. I think it's easier to get by with a hole in your secondary than it is to get by with a, a hole, hole in your, your offense. Absolutely. Line. Which which goes back to you know I I hope that Le'Veon Bell returns for him. I, mm-hmm. I so that's where I don't think Gase is is yeah, good at. And even gotta, if he's a quarterback whisper, I mean he. If you have Le'Veon Bell, you need to lose. Uh, an eighth grader could come up with better running schemes and, and running plays and like mm-hmm. what they were doing nah, last they, year. They, they did my man's Le'Veon foul though. Like, I remember like, in the Bengals game, he, I remember he had like a 19-yard run and I think they only went to him like maybe four times after that. And that was in like the second quarter. Now, I have a conspiracy about that. I think that I think they didn't use him a lot. One, because he was coming off that season where he didn't play. Mm-hmm. And we sucked. So it's like, why don't, would this running back get abused? If we're not going anywhere anyway, your quarterback is hurt. Mm-hmm. The line sucks. So we're not going to freaking beat Le'Veon down. So when next year, we're looking to be a lot better and we can feed him a lot more. That's why I think we didn't use him as much as we should have. Okay. That's, that, no, that's a that's fair point. And I mean, yeah. the offensive line was not the best for running back. I mean... Yeah, this nigga was getting it. Because because yeah, I, I, just, I think as long as the ball, ball they, they, the guys are in the backfield. Yeah, not so. that as, I think his longest run was like 20 yards. Like the, like for the, for the season, I believe. Bro, once Miles Garrett snapped Trevor Simeon's leg, I think everybody on the team was like, "Yeah, this line is ass." <laughs> like, <laughs> who wants garbage. to go out there and run behind this line or play quarterback behind this line? I don't think anybody wanted to. Like, it's yeah. wild because, like, in the preseason, I'm like, "Yo, our offense might be legit. We got and we got Robbie. We can run a package with Robbie Anderson, right? Le'Veon Bell, Ty Montgomery, and we can maybe have Below out there just to get just just to get fancy." The dream team. The dream team. And that quickly went away. Like, scarily went away. I feel like the only um, rough thing about this is that your entire division is starting to get better at the same time. And that's just what's going to make it more difficult. Minus the Patriots, but yeah. Well, yeah. Well, there, everyone else. Everyone, like, the Dolphins else. are on the... The Dolphins are trending upwards. Uh, the Bengals... I mean, the Bills, Bills have been trending I think upwards. I think that's good, though. Because oh, it's not... It because it's not just, oh, it's the Patriots there and it doesn't really matter anymore. I think it's... Now everybody has a legitimate shot. I yeah. think people might... Teams might actually go harder. Mm-hmm. because they know, like, oh, we have a shot. Every game kind of matters. Like, before, it's like, all right, the Patriots are going to go 12-4 and four in the division, so Jets-Dolphins really doesn't matter because none of us are even doing anything anyway. Yeah, now it's like, yo, we could, anybody could take this, mm-hmm. you know, AFC East, so. Yeah, this might be a year where um, the AFC East is one with 10 wins, 10-6 and six type shit, mm-hmm. or in the future, I guess, 10-7, and seven, you know, because going to 17 games. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I still think the Dolphins are going to be good because I think they overachieved. I think the Dolphins are going to take it in two years. It's all up to Tua, though, bro. We can't forget yeah, that. Tua is very suspect when it comes to his health, bro. Yeah. Nah, that's those lower, and those lower body injuries, bro. Yeah. Hip injuries in are no joke. Hip injuries. Hip. Yeah, that's, bro, that's what happened to Dennis Pitta. Yeah. Well, hip and two and two ankles, bro. Yeah. Both his ankles, bro. <laughs> he got surgery on both of the ankles? Yes, bro. Oh, man. Yes. That's tough. But I mean, you know, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot to bank bank on. But if he ends up being being who he was in college, I don't know, bro. Mm-hmm. That, like you already got, he already got some weapons and shit around him, and they improved that defense tremendously. I don't know. That's gonna, I don't know. I'm gonna be looking forward to those to those Jets and Dolphins games. Speaking of weapons, something happened, um, in between these uh, these recordings that we we definitely need to talk about. Wait. Certain um, a, a Dakota Dakota Prescott. Oh, uh, um, I had no idea where you were going on to be totally honest. Because you know yeah. he has all the weapons, so there should be no excuses next year. Right. But the amount of money they're talking about paying this man. Although I did hear it was fake, but it's going to be in, in in that ballpark though. I don't understand it. Well, if he gets that much, bro, if he gets forty five million dollars a year, bro, Patrick Mahomes is going to fucking get at least sixty to sixty five million dollars. It's going to be an ungodly amount of money. He has to. If you give Dak Prescott forty five million, bro, you just gotta hand 
Mahomes the checkbook. A blank let, check. Yeah, yeah, just let him write whatever he wants on it, bro, because... It's it's ridiculous. It's crazy, bro. And I... I feel like I'm beating a dead horse at this point. But with Cowboys fans, it's always going to happen because they're going to push this... But how do you justify paying someone like that? And how, like, I still just can't believe that... He, he really believes he's worth this money. Well, like bet on yourself. I completely right. get that. But like for Jerry to do something like that or even just throw an offer out like that, like it's it's just so wild to me. Yeah, but that so one of my friends pointed it out last week and I we definitely forgot to mention it, but the salary cap is eventually going to keep going to go yeah. up. And that's probably why. Think about it. You know, we get an extra game in the season, so that's going to be a big difference in in pay for a lot of for a lot of people, especially quarterbacks. So they're talking about if you get this 45 mil that is supposedly fake, whatever, like that might be like what a franchise quarterback or franchise quarterback, quote unquote, you know, is going to get. That's what the market might call for. It's just it's just a weird dynamic, though, the uh, how like a, one player can set the market. So like mm-hmm. when it's it, not the best player, when it's not the best player. So like, all right. So when Russ got his contract, right, he's arguably a top five quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. Was he the best at the time? Probably not. Right, but he's still. You can't argue like, yo, he's brought us to a Super Bowl before. Literally, I hope he was gets his MVP. Was a play away season. from two Super Bowls. Yeah. Right, brings this team consistently to the playoffs with nothing. Right, so he says the market. All right, Prescott. It's like you can't pay him less than, you know, Russ. He's gonna get paid us. Then the next guy, right? You have Mahomes. Uh, when is Lamar's deal? When that comes mm-hmm. up, like let's say he takes you guys to a Super Bowl, right? That's probably going to be an un- it's going to happen. That's going to be an ungodly amount of money that happen. you guys pay. I'm be him. talking my shit. You know. Oh, so, like when does it stop though? I think is the question. Like so I like, feel like if- it's just harder to justify it because Dak's mid. That's the difficult thing. <laughs> but, I, I wouldn't say he's mid. I I think he's good. Wow, but, I have some backup. Oh man, uh, geez, I, I, I love you. I wouldn't say he's mid. And, uh, and, and I watched bro. Dak since he was in college, bro. He's just a winner. He's a winner. Like they're not he winning, but they can't, the most they can't win when the lights know, are bright. When the lights shine the, the brightest. NFC, Eagles been running the NFC East for the, since Dak been in the been in the league. When the so. lights shine the brightest. I mean, listen, his he still, record. He still has to prove himself, for sure. That's my thing. For the, sure. The record when, um, what was it? When it was when Zeke, Zeke has less than like 72 yards. Yeah. Can't win a game. I was, uh, I was For bad. me, a quarterback, I'm considering him above mid when there's going to be times where he will win you the game. Doesn't have to be every week, but, but I, think, I, 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 for me, it's difficult to be like, oh man, like a running game slacking. He's gonna try and make something. Like he's he's pushing, and and when the lights shine the brightest, but he, where but, was he? But I mean, he didn't have Cooper when they when they were in the playoffs. He didn't have Amari he didn't, Cooper. Nah, he didn't. No, nah, and, so I saying, when he got Amari Cooper, he turned into a whole different quarterback, bro. I'm but they still wasn't lie. winning those key games. That also wasn't wasn't just his fault though. You like that Bears Cowboys game? I think it was like like it was either Thursday. It was Thursday night football. I remember this past bro, the season. Jets beat them. Yeah, the Jets beat them. That's that, that's a that's valid. Oh, but man. I mean, everybody everybody got a bad day. loss on their With record. Amari. Everybody has a bad has no, a, but had they a bad have, loss though. And then and that's and to me that's a game that doesn't shine bright. So my thing yeah. is again. So when it's same thing with um with Kirk. That's why yeah. I don't bet on Kirk. Yeah, when the lights shine not. the brightest, when shit gets real, like you got to you every every player every key player needs to have that moment where you go. Listen, I'm like I'm built for this. I even if it's just one game. To me, like I don't see that. I feel you. I, I just think, like, I watched him in college as well, too, and I watched him make a lot of big plays when mm-hmm. Mississippi was the number one team in the state in the nation, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he's just always been to me. He's always had that winning factor. Like, mm-hmm. Even now, like, if you look at Tom Brady, like a guy like Tom Brady, he his he still doesn't, he doesn't have that arm he used to have, but he's a winner, 
and he's smart. And I think Dak is the same type of quarterback. And you can always win with that type of quarterback. With check you just have to develop, I feel like, the rest of your team. Nah, I don't know. I don't know about just check downs though. Cause like, the, like, like, sorry, like, sorry. No, like, it's like not just because he does have the highest. I think he does have the highest percentage of like deep passes. Of, like just, forty, like I think it was like thirty or forty yeah, yards bro, downfield. I mean, like, yo, so the it, same thing about D'Lo. Just please prove me wrong, because until then I'm gonna talk my shit. Yeah. Because people like I just hate the way it's, it's being brought up and the way it's making it seem. Because it's like, yo, it's the, he's supposed to lead you to the promised land, but. I think is I don't like the, I don't like the Wentz Dak comparisons. Yeah, those, those are just those ridiculous. Go, yeah. I'm like, yo, Wentz brought a team Wentz with is more his best. His best receiver was Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> and he brought that team to the playoffs. And if it wasn't for uh, Clowney hitting him in the back of the head, they probably win that game. Mm. I think they do. It's, poss- it's possible. I don't know. But then again, it's like Carson can can never stay healthy. Mm-hmm. That's the, so that's so it's so like yo, so you you ask you ask somebody that really watches football, yo, who would you rather have on have on your team, Dak or Carson, bro? If you think about it, this nigga Carson get hurt every single year. He's gotten mm-hmm. hurt every single every oh, yeah. single year since he tore his ACL. Who I'd rather have on my team? I'd rather have Dak just because of the the health. Who I think is a better quarterback? It's Wentz hands well, down. Well, yes, bro, but your best ability is availability, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying, like if mm-hmm. if if, that, if that, that if Dak saying. is gonna give you give you solid stats, as John would say, empty stats, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> listen, I I just personally think you got it. You got to take take Dak on your squad. You I know? listen. I think he's a he's he's a solid quarterback. Yes, John. Solid. <laughs> yes, John. I know. I know. He not gonna win you the game. He not gonna lose you the game. I don't know. I definitely I, feel like at some point during the last season he was top five quarterbacks. I feel like people were saying yeah, that in the just first based in the first four weeks numbers of the season, right? Up yeah, he was, in he was, games against bad teams. I think it was. I think it was him, Mahomes, Lamar, uh, Russell Wilson, and probably Drew Brees last year for me. Probably the top five. So right. I, I can't myself. I can't call Dak mid, bro. I think he's a lot better than that. Do you think if you replace if you switch Dak Prescott with Kirk Cousins last year, the Cowboys are a significantly different team? Nope. Do they finish with a better record, same record, or worse record? But Kirk Cousins is worse than Dak, though. Yeah. I I think they yeah. I but think if you they, put Dak on the Vikings, I think the Vikings go far. You give him, you give Dak Thielen and, and Diggs and and uh, Dalvin Cook and Dalvin Cook, bro. Kyle, Kyle Rudolph, you also and you got a defense with fucking Harrison Smith, Everson Griffin. So if you put him on a better Rhodes, team. I'm saying, I'm saying, well, yes, bro, but I'm saying it's like, yo, you taking Kirk's situation and flipping it with a to a worse situation. Like, I don't know. I think, I, th- I think that if you put Kirk on, um, who on would the Cowboys, thri- I think they're the same. Who would thrive more in in either situation? I feel like Dak would thrive more in the Vikings than Kirk thrives more on the Cowboys. I get that. So you say he's he'd be, he'd take more advantage of the uh, weapons than 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 Kirk, yeah, but he probably. doesn't make his. Yeah, but I st- but do they still win that close playoff game? See that that I, that I don't know, but yeah, the, I mean it depends if they play the Saints maybe because the Saints the, they've just been very unlucky. They've been <laughs> yeah, guess un- probably yeah. in the playoffs. But we did see the we did see the season though the the Saints and Cowboys and Dak had a chance to win it down yeah. in the last possession last possession of the game and didn't. Yeah, now nah, you're right. That's a valid. I don't. I, I feel like there's. A, I don't. I personally don't hate Dak. I don't like Cowboys fans. I think it's funny to rile them up. Uh, I don't it's, think it, Dak yeah. is top. I don't think he's in the top tier, and I think I would go as far. He's a stretch for the tier two, but he's not in the mids of like you know. Uh, I don't hate Dak. I just hate the way people talk about that. You know, it's Cowboys fans, bro. He's not bottom tier, but he's not top two tier. So he's mid. How many tiers do we have? We have like five, right? 
Like five tiers of quarterback. I don't know, man. So I'd say, all right, so I'll give him like he's tier two A. I'll so that's that. two and a half. So that's that's, that's <laughs> mid. That's mid. No, slightly above. That's no, mid. slightly above mid, but not at mid. You know, two B would be mid. He's a solid quarterback. <laughs> oh man, how crazy! No, but I do. Just go back to Jets real quick. I do like what uh, Douglas has done. Especially, I, I think. Uh, I think Darnold's going to be better than Dak. Yes, I do. Like next season, or like in the long run? I'll say next three years. Yes, next three years, I think so. Yeah, I think Don will be a top five quarterback. In I think he's better than Dak too. No, the passes at this man, passes at this man, he making it. You sure you want you want yeah, to be on the record so. saying that? I think so. If we if we Stamp keep it. if we keep Stamp if we keep the right weapons around him, like if we don't trade Le'Veon, mm-hmm. if we keep Le'Veon, you know, yeah. grab him a, a true number one receiver. Whether we trade for somebody like AJ Green or something like that, mm. I think Donald. <laughs> Easily I, I mean, just look, look how he, look how he made, honestly, I don't want to say made, made, but like Robbie Anderson went undrafted, right? To the Jets. And then Robbie Anderson became arguably one of the better deep ball threats in the league, right? Definitely one I of think, the better I deep ball threats. You know, and I, I mean, we knew, we knew how good Robbie was coming out of Temple, but I don't yeah. think the league did. And obviously because he went undrafted, look at what Jamison Crowder did this past year. You know, I mean, granted, he was the only one that could really catch a ball for the Jets, but still, I mean, he made Jameson Crowder look like he was a legit number two receiver. I, I mean, even though they got blown out against the Ravens, Sam was making some really, really good passes. I mean, the pass he had in the corner of the end zone to Crowder, yep. which yeah. only Crowder could catch it. I mean, like, come on. No, I Not a lot of quarterbacks can make that, that pass. Was, that was a fucking dot. On the that, run. Yeah, 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 that was that was pretty yeah, funny. No, he has an amazing arm. That's the thing, like. He's mobile, like I said yeah. earlier. He's mobile. He has a good arm. foundation, and the arm piece is something that you can't coach. Yeah, that, yeah. that's something that that it kind of has to come naturally. And we can only imagine like how how even better the Jets' offense would have been if fucking Quincy and Newman could. could uh, stay. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, I feel so bad for that man. Yeah. So many injuries, but I mean, it's it's like dang, I don't know. I just get I get excited. I mean, I have reservations about the season per se. I think I'm more excited because just I've been hurt so many times. But I'm more excited to see what Darnold's going to do. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about the uh, game last year against the Raiders, I believe, when he stepped up in the pocket and everybody was like, oh, run, because he had 15 yards of just open grass in front of him. Yeah. And he threw it. I'm like, why the hell are you throwing it? And he found Robbie for like 35 yards and put it perfectly between two defenders. I'm like, oh, my God, this kid is special. Yeah. Yeah. No, hit the, I, th- hit I the think nut button. I just don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just to, the reason I brought it up is just to to the way I'm looking at Dak because I think that Darnold's gonna be better than Dak. Um, top five three years I can see it like to me he just completely has that foundation and then in three years is Drew Brees still gonna be here things like that. Yeah, I don't think so. Cause yeah. I, in three I, I years now, nah, Brees. No. Is... I think he he was thinking about retiring after yeah. this year, so yeah. I think he probably has one good run it, left yeah. in him. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Brady probably has. If Tom Brady, if the Bucks win this year, I think Tom Brady's packing it up. He's gonna go out on his horse. He should. After that, they don't win. They don't win. The Ravens are taking the Super Bowl. How you feel now that he's out the division, though? Nah, it feels good. Finally, (laughs) we actually got a real chance. Hope. But fucking next thing you know, Bill Belichick's gonna pull fucking some magic juice out of his pocket against (laughs) Stidham, and Stidham is gonna be the fucking greatest quarterback of all time. We we remember when Brady went down in Week One against the Chiefs, and somehow the Patriots ended up going ten and six. That year with Matt Castle and only mm-hmm. missed the playoffs because the Dolphins just had an ungodly year at eleven and five. Who's this? <laughs> and it'll be really interesting if Belichick can get bring Stidham in that group to nine and seven, ten and six. Yeah. We're gonna have a lot of interesting conversations. Gonna have a lot of interesting conversations, man. Yeah, nah. Did you guys hear? Um, there was talk about uh, Russell Wilson maybe not finishing his career as a Seahawk. 
What do I, you guys think? I can about see that. that. I, I think so too. But in, in this day and age, and like we're talking about Drew Brees and like you talk about Tom Brady, mm-hmm. a lot of quarterbacks and like good quarterbacks who can get the ball properly and they can manage to protect themselves, they end up playing closer to 40. So do you feel that like it would happen? And not only just would it happen, like do you, would you see him going some, like where would you see him going? Um, where would I see him going? Is the I don't know because the market for QBs right now isn't how like is. I'm gonna go check how old he is right now. I don't think it would happen Russell anytime Wilson, soon. I got my, I like, I got, what, 20, I got my, like 28 or yeah. something. How old Russell. is Sierra's husband? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Russell Wilson can't be old. He's 31. Okay, he's 31. I think I say he's at least in the league for another like seven, eight years. I so, can't lie. I could see him on the Giants. Definitely see him. On the I Giants. Yeah, they, you know it's crazy. Like last season, there was tra- there was trade yeah. rumors before yeah. before we had before we drafted Daniel Jones. You know because because you know I, how he was doing like that. Yeah, they're talking about that. They was doing like Yankees fucking uh, preseason shit. But not. Nah, I got be... traded to the Browns. Yeah, that's yeah. what I seen. I was about to bring yeah. that up too. A couple weeks ago, I seen and the Browns denied the trade and mm-hmm. took Baker Mayfield. Damn. I still don't think Baker's bad, but he's uh, not no Russell Wilson. Yeah, not. But I don't. Baker's it, not as good as he was supposed to be and I'm not gonna lie I thought he was gonna be I wanted him mm. I was mad when we didn't I wanted, get I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted Baker I was he like got yo that ener- he has yeah. that energy he has, like a New, that York New York star guy, yeah. yeah so I was upset when we got him but now now that I look at it I'm glad that mm. Donald fell to us and we ended up with him and not Baker cause mm. I can't see Baker being good bro I, really you think yeah. he's you think he's gonna be a bust I, I don't see him being good bro. I don't think he's gonna be a bust oh, yeah, he's, but he's not well, gonna live up to being the number one what pick. You think, well, I mean, think about it. Like, what's the what's the breathing room that he has as a starting quarterback in the league? I mean, he already got a new coach now. You know what I'm saying? Well, this last be his year's third. coach was trash. Yeah, Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, in yeah, his, Freddie Kitchens. I, I know coach is important, but when you have Odell, Landry, and Joku, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, bro, yeah. you have no. Excuse and he had a really and his offensive line wasn't terrible. It wasn't, I mean, it it wasn't, wasn't good. good. It wasn't good. It wasn't, but it wasn't all terrible. of those weapons you but should be able to make something. I'm about to say, like, if you if you threw Sam Donald behind that line, I I, I think they have a winning Nine record. Nine and seven. I think they I, I think we yeah. could all agree they have mm-hmm. a winning record. I think so. And their defense is pretty good. Yeah, the defense yeah. is solid. They're young too. Mm-hmm. Super very, young. Very young. I mean, you got Miles Garrett, fucking uh Denzel what's his name? Next year's gonna Mendes. be the prove it year for no, not Denzel, Denzel, Denzel Ward. Ward. Denzel, Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward. Yeah. Next yeah. year's gonna be the prove it year for a lot of players. Uh, that's a good question. Who even uh, oh, wasn't it um McCarron? AJ McCarron? No, Josh McCarron? No, Josh McCarron was with Josh the Eagles. McCarron. He was with the Eagles last year. Cleveland Browns backup, but, but he's it's gonna be a pro year for Baker. It's gonna be a pro year for Gase. Drew and Stanton. Oh, man. oh, I remember Drew Stanton. Yeah, so he really <laughs> doesn't have anything to worry about this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just if he just plays like shit so you, again because so, he looked bad last year. So if the Browns don't improve, say they say they stay, say, say they like flatlined, like same same mm. situation. You think like biggest like time is time is ticking? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And, I, and at that point, I think they have to trade for a quarterback. They can't do any more experimenting with drafting quarterbacks, bro, because mm. it just doesn't work for them, bro. Yeah, it doesn't work <laughs> for them, bro. Like yeah. you think that they got the next guy, Johnny Manziel. Uh, didn't work out. Like, I really wanted Johnny Manziel to yeah, be good. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Manziel, Deshaun Kaiser, at least in recent recent yeah, memory. Recent, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. You ever seen I, the jersey with the the guy that had the jersey of all the draft the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks yep. in the first round? Really? Yeah. It's like sixteen. Wow. Since like two thousand. Yeah. That's. Uh, it's like crazy. That's, that's that's a hurt piece in all of in all of them. I don't think Baker's gonna be a bust though. Brady, I, I, oh, I don't, I don't Brady think, Quinn. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna be great, but I, I don't I, think he's gonna be a bust. I, I think I think he's gonna. 
I think I think he has more. All right, so here's my thing. I think he has more upside than downside because yeah. we we saw what what happened in the beginning of his of his rookie season, and you know he chit with Hugh Jackson, shit wasn't working. Then he finally got the nigga like that actually understood him and understood like how to implement offensive concepts. He was That's killing. What I think the Jets should have got to be a coach. Um, y'all defensive coordinator. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, oh, like as a head coach. I yeah. mean, yeah, shit. That's our defensive yeah. coordinator. That's why they. That's why their fucking defense was. Yeah. See, was the only the only was. thing I'll say to that is we have had our last few uh, head mm-hmm. coaches have all been defensive minded coaches, and it works out great in the first year, and then it just goes downhill after that. Rex Ryan, great first two years, downhill after that. Granted, we didn't have a quarterback, but Todd Bowles, great get first year, and then after that, I gotta get Jim Harbaugh. Get yeah, my man to come from come out come from Michigan. I don't he know. can't even beat Ohio State. How so am I going to trust him? Yeah, That's what I said. <laughs> but I mean, he's proven in the league, though. I mean, he took he did take a 49 in Super Bowl because he wasn't playing Ohio State players, right? We probably uh, got mad at Ohio State players go. in the AFC. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's a that's a very valid point. Nah, but I don't know, man. I just don't think I don't think Baker is going to be like. I think if anything, like his his ceiling is like a little bit better than mid, like top twelve. I'm going to say his ceiling is tier two. Yes, but not. He'll, I don't think he'll be tier one. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, but yeah, when you got when you got Jarvis Landry and Ode- like you got all those weapons, like Marquis said, it's, I I don't know, bro. You gotta. How do you not put up mad numbers every game with Jar- just throw him the ball? Like yeah. also, Toss that shit up. also, <laughs> also <laughs> yeah, right. Also, Odell was playing hurt for a good part of the season, and he like we found out later. But uh, yes, yeah, I don't know, man. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a very tricky. It's a very tricky situation. Did um so now also Miles has a friend for um his Knicks struggles. Did uh? Did you enjoy that video of Mitchell Robinson's handles? Oh my god! <laughs> you excited it. for the season? So I'm I'm very excited, bro. I, I think Mitch is gonna be really, really, really good, bro. Like I I don't see him dribbling like that. In games, obviously. <laughs> hey, hold on. I will say now I understand why they won't trade him. Well, yeah. Why do you guys didn't trade for Anthony Davis? Somebody giving you the work like that in a gym? <laughs> nah, come on. <laughs> nah, I understand was... why he was taken off the table in, at, at the trade and the Anthony line. Davis yeah. trade. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I would never trade Anthony Davis for that guy. <laughs> never in a million years. <laughs> all right, wait. So I'm, all right, so since we're talking Knicks now, all right. So, Keith, so a while ago, me me and these two two guys, we was having a conversation of acquiring Donovan Mitchell potentially with a deal that would like package Mitchell Robinson and I forgot who else y'all said. Y'all said, y'all said, Clank. Mitch, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, you want to talk about Clank? Oh, yeah. Don't don't start arguing about Frank with this nigga we because can talk about him all day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my yeah. guy, yeah. Clank Nilakina. Oh, my god, yeah. That's my so, god. so, Mr. Robinson, Frank, and I think some, I think somebody else, maybe I, I don't remember. But oh, what, Julius Randle and Julius Randle. What are, what are, your, what are your thoughts? Julius Randle could go, mm-hmm. like, he could go. I to me, Mitchell Robinson's untouchable, bro. Yeah, you don't I get said. like, bro, he got him in the second round, bro. Defensively, he changes your whole defense, bro. Like he blocks everything, bro, with both hands. Like mm-hmm. he'll jump up, miss the block with his right hand, and come block it with his left. You don't ever see that, bro. I don't think you can trade Mitchell Robinson. I mean, I heard rumors about us possibly trading for Joel Embiid. I may be willing to put him in the tr- in a package for, for Joel Embiid because only so? because I, Wait, you said my, my only thing is is Joel's health. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's it, bro. I feel like you can't. But you when can't. he's healthy, bro, yeah. when he's, oh, yeah. when he's, he's a top, he's a top two center in the league. Yeah, when he's healthy, bro, there's not one person that can fuck mm-hmm. with him, bro. So I would—that's probably the only person that I would put him in a package for and be okay with it because he's replacing him in that position. So, you know what I'm saying? And Joel Embiid is, is in his own right defensively. Would you trade Mitchell sound. for Bam? I would. I don't know. No, nah, I don't think so. I think I See, think Bam's the top five center. 
Bam's um, fucking great. But Mitchell Robinson's like, gonna be there. Yeah. You you look at Mitchell Mitchell ceiling, bro. God. See, like, here's the thing. Here's the problem with Mitch that I have. Here's right? the problem with New York in general. Well, player ceilings. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I I get it. At least, uh, what were you gonna say, Justin? I was gonna what say, all gonna right. Go so the problem, and granted, I I enjoy Mitchell Robinson as much as I slander him. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy his game. I, I worry because, and he's gotten better with it, but his fouling um, is, a, is a concern at times. Mm-hmm. My only thing is, what is the difference between him and like a Rudy Gobert? And we see with the, the way the league is trending, right? Where you have, you have your Rudy Gobert, you have your, um, uh, just got traded to the to the Hawks from the Rockets. Oh, um, Clint Capella's, right? Where we see a league where it's going more towards the Jokic's, the MB's, the guys that can step out, shoot threes and be on the perimeter, right? Mitch Robertson is showing some range, though. He is he can, showing some range? Yeah, is, no, he, he can shoot. He can definitely shoot. And mm-hmm. I seen him shoot before, like, before, like, before these videos started coming mm-hmm. out. You know what I'm saying? He can definitely shoot, but he's just not comfortable with shooting mm-hmm. in games. But also, too, it's the like thing is, with the small ball, <laughs> Mitchell Robinson's athleticism, he can switch out on one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. He can, a lot of centers can't do that. So I think he'll be fine in that case. Like, when you're going up against the Celtics or the Rockets and they play in that small ball lineup, mm-hmm. he can hang with those guys because he's fast enough, he's quick enough. And if you and beat he him... And good defensive he's, instincts. And if you yeah. beat him, he's going to smack the shit off the back <laughs> nine times out of ten. So I feel like he's the type of center you can have... Like right now, especially if, if he learns how to shoot, bro, and, and mm-hmm. in games and is comfortable enough to be able to shoot in games, bro, his ceiling is high. And, and you get him a true point guard, like we had when we when he played with Alfred Payton last year, bro. You see I the difference. Like bro, I, I don't know why I, I they didn't like play Alfred more. I'm I'm a big Alfred Payton fan. Yeah. Love Alfred Payton's game because uh, he Defensive he just goes general, in and like does what he needs to do as a point mm-hmm. guard. Yeah, you know. And you see Mitch with a guy like him. Now you imagine we get like Lamelo, Lamelo and and Mitch, bro. The way Lamelo passes, bro. Mm-hmm. How long do you give Mitch before before you 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 start second guessing, or you try to move? I mean, I, I'm not second guessing right now. Like right now, I think no. He's... Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like let's say if you... next season you don't see like a good amount of improvement, mm-hmm. how long do you give? But even like with not a, not a lot of improvement right now, he's he's, he's, yeah, the, he's... The, the the second or first best player on the team. You gotta you gotta give mm-hmm. him that. Outside yeah, I think of... if he doesn't even improve at all, not even a little bit, he's still gonna be. He's good where he is, but he's definitely going to improve, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he's young. He didn't play in college. He sat out a whole year yeah. and just trained by himself. You know, so that that timing, you see that timing starting to come back. Yeah. I think he's gonna be very, very good. I think our big question mark though is Kevin Knox. That's the yeah. guy where yeah, it's like bro. I wanted him to be good too. And I think he still can be. I think uh, yeah. he can still be but really, he wasn't, really good. He, he wasn't has good even, fun, he has he a good foundation. And it's like that. Like especially mm-hmm. especially like right before Fizzo got fired. You know you know how my whole thing on it, I don't think he should have got fired. But the one thing I will say is that Kevin Knox wasn't even getting ticked like that. He wasn't even getting yeah. playing yeah, playing time like how he should have. And even after that, I feel like he was playing kind of like infrequently. So we don't really know what he Kevin is yet. But it's like still but it's still what this is gonna be coming on season three for him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like by now we we should at least know what we have on him. But I feel like if we were to package and get somebody else, like he would be included in that package. Yeah, Kevin, oh yeah. Like I feel like somebody might be able to tap into that potential that we haven't, you know, found in him yet. But that's also scary because we don't know what he is really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I mean, to me personally, just like as much as I don't follow as much as you guys, but yeah. since you know, in New York, rival team, sure, we got to watch Mets games and shit. Right. For the <laughs> podcast now, so but. I don't, I, just, I don't know. I just feel like it's one of the, the Knicks are like at a point where I, I didn't get the, the Randall finding. I think Randall could be moved at any time. I feel like that's why it's um, three year deals. Like, matter yeah. it's like, but everybody two, is on like, isn't everybody deals. on like a, a mm-hmm. one year plus a player option yeah. type, type mm-hmm. deal? I don't know. I feel like everybody but RJ could be traded for the right 
price or the right piece. I think that's why I never, I never like to say like, there's only like certain guys I would say that are untouchable in the league, like a Dame Lillard, untouchable. Uh, you know, who else? The superstars. The superstars, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if, if the right, if the right trade came through, so you tell me if, if, if the Lakers were like, we'll give you AD for Mitch straight up. Obviously. Well, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, I don't think, but I, I like, I like the confidence in Mitch, though. This is like the first person I've ever, I, I've heard that's had like that type of confidence in a, uh, in he, Mitch. He like, but it's he, refreshing. He does have that high ceiling, and that's why he I does? like him too. And, and the thing is, to me, it feels like, like you're saying, like the way he blocks people, it's like if you're playing with little kids. No, for that's real. what it looks like. And, the and the he's he so young. Alley-oops. And bro, yeah. and it was crazy. Oh no, his alley oops were like, it's like he's, it's like he's on a nine foot rim. But I forgot who was who. It was one of the Knicks players. I can't remember exactly who. But he says like he's Shaq S, bro. Like he's like his dominance and the way he gets the ball and mm-hmm. just goes right up and dunks it, bro. And like if you watch him play, he's not obviously not as big and as strong as Shaq, but bro, He'll there's still not bully too people. many people that's willing to jump up there with him because mm-hmm. you know if you jump, you're gonna get dunked. Because his athletic mm-hmm. ability is it's, just like it's it's refreshing seeing somebody like that on the Knicks, bro. Yeah, like we deserve we deserve some shit. But all right, so what should call it? Speaking of the young niggas on the team, bro. Like me and you had conversation about RJ, but like what are your what are your takeaways from his rookie season I, I think he had a good rookie season I think he was held back a lot by Julius Randle yeah mm-hmm. and actually Being came a ball out dominating that, yeah it actually came out that a lot of teammates in the locker room were having problems with Julius Randle holding the ball so much mm-hmm. but I think I think if RJ was the main guy like with the ball I think he would have had a way better season he would have been in those talks with Ja Moran mm-hmm. and Zion if he was the yeah. guy like Ja was the guy in Memphis you yeah. know what I'm saying Not like, for sure the Knicks, the Knicks were in between, okay, we want to win, but we want to develop the young guys. We're not sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if it was like a Memphis situation, it was like, all right, we're straight developing these young guys. Go do you. The balls in your court. Do what you got to do. I think RJ averages easily like 18 to 20 points a game. Bro. Wasn't he, he was at what, like, he was at 18 in the beginning of the season. He was at like yeah. 14? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Somewhere around like 12 yeah. to 14 Something like that. points a game. I think, honestly, I wanted Julius Randle on the Mavs. I just felt like he would, he would have fit, but seeing that the way it is, yeah. like if he's gonna nah, demand the ball, see that, like that, but no, I think that's the problem because exactly there was nobody else. Right? Exactly. There was, he was like, oh, I oh, there's nobody else here. Yeah, it's my right. show. Yeah. Like as an access, as an accessory piece, I think you know Julius mm-hmm. Randle definitely could contribute somewhere, and I think that's the same thing with uh with with Marcus Morris. Is like you, mm-hmm. the reason why he was killing like that is because yo, who's really like demanding the ball like this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that's why he ended up getting traded. We get a we get a pick for him. I and mean. that's that's the thing. I feel like um, and they were in that in between space. Right. And I think that the best thing would have been to develop the young people. And then now it's like now you're really gonna see it. So you're you're all in on Lamelo. Yeah, I think we need him. I think, I think that would be great. Him, yeah, I feel like that's the only person that makes sense. I mean, I take Anthony Edwards, yeah. of course too. But I mean, we need that true point guard. But mm-hmm. we haven't had one of those true point guards in a while, you know, in a long time. In I think a very long time. And but, I think uh, Lamelo and RJ. What Frank was together, supposed to be. See, but not, nah, but that, that's the thing. That's not what Frank was supposed to be. And people think that. He's a defensive he was, too. Bro, I, and what's crazy, bro? I, and I, I need you to do me a favor, bro. Please, when you leave here, bro, <laughs> please, bro all, just put all your bias aside, bro, and just watch. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, keep going, bro. Go ahead. Keep just going. Nah, talk your shit. Now, nah, just watch this man play, bro. Like, he shows flashes, bro. Like,. He shows flash, bro. This is fucking me up. <laughs> <laughs> he shows flashes, bro. Like, and like you can see that he has that offensive case- capability. With him, I think it is his confidence, bro. Like a young kid, 18, 19 years old, coming from a whole nother country, bro. Like yeah. it's a confidence thing with him, bro. But when he gets that confidence, and you see in games where he gets going, he'll hit two, three shots in a row. 
Then he'll get going. He'll start coming down the court, no look passes, fucking bounce pass between somebody's legs to a layup, bro. And you look at this kid like, yo, is that Frank? And we all know what he does defensively. Ask Kyrie yeah, Irving, ask James fact. Harden. You ask some of the best scorers in the league, they'll tell you, yo, this kid defensively, you, know, yeah. you can't teach that, bro. Yeah. He's six seven with a seven foot wingspan, mm-hmm. bro. I'm telling you, he develops, bro. Like, especially like you look at how when Giannis came into the league and how his body frame was, if if Frank puts on some of that weight, bro, and you move him to the two, three. That's what, I, that's what I think, but I, I, I think know. he's a defensive that, two that has yeah. like you. You put him next to a scoring point guard. That's, he I would, mean, he that's would make a very good uh, bat if you like if with if you guys do draft Lamelo, you have the scoring with Lamelo and the and the and the playmaking, and then you can let Frank. Frank will get his 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 points off of what the, the, the distribution of Lamelo, right. and when you already know he's going to be a clamp. It's kind of like uh like Clay mm-hmm. in uh, Golden State. Steph can exert all this energy on offense and do whatever he wants because Clay he knows Clay's going to lock down on defense yeah. and Clay doesn't need the ball in his hands all the time. He's just going to find he just finds his buckets. No, you know, the issue is consistency. Yeah, and that's a fact. I mean, that's why a lot of times you know the clank jokes kind of come up and shit. Because if you're not producing in an offensive league, and Keys, you can agree that how offensive the league is like. If you're not producing consistently, from that guard nobody, position especially. But it, but it's and I feel like it's also because he's on the Knicks. Like if you mm-hmm. take Frank and you throw him on a contender like the Clippers or or the I Lakers, think he's a role player. He's bro, but he's gonna be a very important piece to that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very important piece. That's but true. he's not a very important piece to the Knicks because people are looking for him to score because we don't have that. We don't have scorers. We don't have those type mm-hmm. of players. And where he was drafted at, people are like, okay, you're a lottery pick, bro. Do something. You know what I'm saying we're desperate for somebody. It's no, that's a for fair somebody point. To do yeah. something, bro. That's why people are so hard on Frank. But if Frank was on another team, it doesn't have to be so drastic as that. You throw Frank on the Nets, bro. No, he's right. If Frank's on, if Frank's piece, on the Nets, bro. he's not getting as much slander, and he's a, no he's, one watches the Nets. Nobody watches the Nets. <laughs> that's, hey, it's okay. I like it. I like being in you know in obscurity. But nobody's gonna be bashing him, you know. Because the pressure won't be on him. The pressure to perform and give on the offensive end. Then people will just be like, oh, they." if you put Frank on the Nets last year, they'd be like, oh, Frank, that's a nice piece that they got. You know, he's yeah. con- he's contributing to the team. He does this for them, blah, 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 blah. Right? Whereas on the Knicks, it's like, yo, bro, like, we drafted you mad high. I'm going to need you to do something besides play defense. All right, that's great. You, you can stop your man. But, like, I need you to get me two points, and you're not doing that for me. So, Keys, what do you think that the Knicks end up doing, Frank? I think we definitely keep him. I think we keep him around because, like I said, when we get good, he's going to be a very important piece to our team, bro. Like, especially in playoff runs, bro. You tell this man to go out there and you guard Kyrie. You guard, you know what I'm saying? Especially with the way the league, it's a guard-dominated league, bro. Yeah, absolutely. It's a guard-dominated So you need somebody that's that's going to stop anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's not too many players in the league that are like that right now, bro. Maybe him, Patrick Beverly. So you're they have Kawhi, 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 uh, but that's all. Kawhi does it on both ends. He's mm, not just you know yeah, yeah. strictly defense. I'm talking Chris about Middleton. strictly. Oh, strictly, yeah, strictly. Also, straight, that's, no, that's well, Middleton got buckets too, though. Yeah, but yeah. originally it was like he was your three and D guy, and then you're yeah. like, oh, he's scoring more than yeah. you thought. And there used to be a lot more guys in the league. Like you got yeah. like guys like uh, Cephalosha, Tony Allen, Tony Allen, Allen yeah. those type of guys, yeah. bro. Like so, there's not too many of those <laughs> the guys. The only one is Andre Roberson. Right, that bum. But he, I mean, he was. Good he defensively. Was, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was clamping, but then he blew out his whole knee, and, I don't, and we haven't yeah, seen him since. Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. seen that nigga in a... It's been two years, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, I don't, I don't think there's too many guys like Frank, so... I don't think we're... And that's the thing. I don't think we're going to have to pay him crazy. Keep him, yeah, because his contract's yeah. coming up. Yeah, and I think we're going to give him... I think we're going to end up paying him, and he he's... I don't know how to say it, but he's going to prove that he should have got more money. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After we pay him, you gonna it's basically you saying that he's gonna he's gonna over like prove not even overprove but like um he's gonna exceed like the expectations of yeah. his contract. So by by the third year of that contract, we're gonna say he's underpaid. That's if, how I feel. If some if another team tries to sign him and ends up paying him more, do you are you paying the extra money to keep him? That's yeah, my question. I would. Okay. Me personally, like I really love this kid's game, bro. And I, and I see, like I said, we all know what he does defensively, mm-hmm. bro. But I see the flashes on offense, bro. Right. Like it's the, I get you, the confidence just isn't there for him yeah, to actually show it consistently. And you, that's all it is. Bro. So this is that's what, a hard thing to build, though. Yeah. So this is what this is what you believe. This is what you believe, and I understand. I understand, bro, because you know we in the same boat. Like I want the nigga to be. You know, to live up to the expectations. I spent like, a lot of years doing this with Mavs players, yeah. dog. I oh, spent a long time. Dominic Jones, Dominic Jones, Roddy on, B. Bro, like, like I'm telling, I'm telling you, bro. Like, like we've been doing this shit like since fucking Chris Duhon was our starting starting. Shout out Chris Duhon, the goat. Bro, <laughs> Chris Duhon. We've seen some. We've seen some niggas come through. Come through the Knicks, bro. Like, it's it, it has okay. not. Chris Copeland was our best player at one point. Yeah, yeah nigga, fucking Landry. <laughs> nigga, Landry Fields was one of Shout my favorite players, players at one point, dog. Like, that shit was crazy. Jeremy Lin ran the city for three months, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, that ass. Shout nah, out Jeremy but, Lin. But nah, Lin Sanity, though, Lin Sanity was probably like my, like, from a Knicks fan perspective, that's probably like my favorite time as a Knicks fan. I was bro. at the guard when it started. Yeah. That first game against the Nets yeah, when I he put up like 25. Definitely mellow years, bro. Mellow years? Definitely mellow. I'm not going to, well, yeah, that's your, that's Mellow's, Mellow's your guy. Mellow. Allen, yeah. Allen Houston years. I, they had some. The early two thousand Knicks had some decent. Had some decent. He had Houston, Spreewell, Camby. Yep. Yo, Spreewell such a nut. Yeah. Bruh. You know. I remember. That's my guy though. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to go to, to my mom like braid my hair like his. Braid <laughs> yeah. it like his. I would tell you the story about. I was like, I think I was like seven or eight, and my aunt, who's a Knicks fan, got me a uh, Latrell Spreewell jersey for christmas yeah and bro you should have seen my face like if you thought i was a nets fan like crazy now like seven-year-old jt was like the nets could could like were the greatest thing ever like they were god to mm-hmm. me like and they were good then so, and they were good yeah. then so i'm like so she got me this jersey and i looked and my face just dropped my heart dropped and like you know you have to go thank your your relatives for a christmas <laughs> gift so i went over there gave her a hug right as soon as everybody left threw it in the back of my closet right <laughs> Then fast forward, like maybe a year later, I got in trouble, right? I don't know what I did. And as a punishment, my mom made me wear the Latrosse Pedro jersey <laughs> at school. <laughs> and everybody up. in the school knew I was a Nets fan. So they were shocked. And I was like, I, w- I was probably the did saddest I've been. Jersey? Do I still have a jersey? No. It probably still fit. <laughs> nah, that's fucked up. Yo, if you had it, we would have to hang it up in the studio. Oh, yeah, about the we, gotta, we gotta hang that shit up on the rafters. Yeah. Like, yo, that's a heat. Like, Latrell Spiro was in the in the Saratoga Sports Park Hall of Fame. Too. Oh, Basically, yeah, that would be. All right, last next question, Keys. All right, um, so Mike Miller, bro, you think he stays as a coach, or you think uh we go we go and get get somebody different? No, nah, I think we I think we grab up like a Tom Thibodeau. Do you want Tom Thibodeau though? I'll take him, bro. I'm not gonna lie, I'll take him. And he'll just burn out all your young pieces. I don't think he will though. I mean, he's never been a bad coach. I don't think he's a bad coach. He's never been a bad. He's not a bad coach. He's not a good. He's not players a, coach. Yeah, players. I don't think players like playing from because he overworks him. But mm-hmm. I think his concepts are very, very good. Yeah. yeah, like he preaches defense. I like that. He just needs to build the rotation. And our like, team is super young, so mm-hmm. I don't think they'll have a problem with that being overworked. Like. Mm-hmm. I think that comes with the veterans who, you know, yeah. people know veterans, they don't practice. They don't mm-hmm. even practice, you know what I'm saying? So our team is so young that I don't think that'll be a problem. And it also depends on who we bring in as far as players because I keep hearing Chris Paul, Chris Paul, him himself. Mm-hmm. He's a, he I may said not be, that I said he at the beginning of last season. He may not be at the top of his game anymore, but that basketball mind, 
Mm-hmm. Still there. Yo, Chris See, Paul's always I said that. It's, it's and, and it's a team full of young people. So even when he goes off on his shit, they can't tell him nothing. Exactly. See, here's the thing. They're going to talk to Chris Paul. Like, I think what? it's a risky trade because, and I've had arguments with my brother about this too, right? I think it's a risky trade because you're going to have to give up one of those pieces that you don't want to give up. You're gonna. Yeah. It's either gonna be Mitch, it's gonna be, or it's gonna be Frank. I don't think they give up. I don't it's got. It's gonna be one of those two because there's no way that the Thunder, who just I think got, they probably packaged Frank and Knox. But look what they got for Paul George, right? Mm-hmm. All those words. You don't think that Presti's gonna bleed the Knicks dry to get Chris Paul, who is on their team and they are over exceeding because they were mm-hmm. supposed to be a lottery team right. this year. They're what the fourth they're seed in the playoffs. Yeah. The so if the Knicks want to get that get Chris Paul, they're going to have to part ways with one of these building blocks that, you know, you guys are so high on. And does it do anything long-term? Does it help you? Because you're also taking on that massive contract of his. That's the Mm -hmm. thing, too. I was going to say that. I don't think that we'd have to give up that much because of his contract. Not many teams want to take that $40 million from Chris Paul. So I think Mm -hmm. the fact that we're taking that contract will get a discount. And we have those also those extra draft picks. We got two first-round picks from Mm -hmm. John. Yep. And oh, yeah, two from you guys? Yep. yep. Oh, man. So we can use those. You know, we got, I think we got a first round pick from the Clippers, I think. Yeah, we yes. got a first round pick from mm-hmm. the Clippers. So we have picks that we can use. So I think, I think that we can make a trade happen without having to give up too much. We'll definitely have to give up one of those main guys. So I think it'll be either Frank Knox with, with the package of Julius and Randall like to make else. the money work. Yeah. yeah so. I think, I think it would be Frank because then you put Frank, Shea Gillis, and me, and then Schroeder. That's not a bad. That's not a bad guard combination right there. I mean, it's not going to. That small ball has been working for it. It has so. been. It has been. Then but you could run Frank at the three and be okay. Yeah, gotcha. That makes sense. And then once that contract is up, hypothetically speaking, if that trade goes through, right? Mm-hmm. Once that contract is up, do you re? How do you go about re-signing Chris Paul? Is Chris Paul the thing that attracts the free agents to the Knicks? Are they a win now team? With Paul at thirty eight, nah, I think I See, that's not what they. That, he that's needs not what to be traded. I'm about to say that's not what they for him for. They traded for him to come develop to be a those guys to yeah. be like a player's coach. Like be a player. If you okay. draft, like let's say we go draft Lamelo, mm. he's going to learn under CP. Lamelo's going to be going sig- to learn significantly under better, and it, that'll make them way better, yeah. bro. Like imagine Lamelo, who's already a great passer, learning the ins and outs of the game from Chris Paul, bro. Mm-hmm. It's only going to make him that much better. Like we're not getting Chris Paul for him to come win us a championship. Yeah. Would Paul we're not want that Chris though? Paul to, yeah, that's to, the thing. To, it's getting him to accept that. That's the difficult. I'm not part. sure if he has a no trade. I, I would assume he has a no trade clause in his deal. Who, but Chris, yeah, Chris he, Paul. Yeah. But would he want to come and just be at this point in his career? I don't think he has a ring. no trade clause because I don't think he wanted but to get I, traded from the Rockets. Yeah, right. But I but yeah. I think Chris Paul still feel like he got something in the tank, especially yeah. after yeah. he got traded and nobody expected jack shit from the Thunder and they end up being a, a playoff team and he get an All Star this at this age. I don't know. And that's also the type of guy Chris Paul is. Like, if you look at mm-hmm. his AAU teams and the, and the teams he runs, yeah. he likes to help out the younger. You know, he wants to to, to build the youth. Yeah, you build the basketball like, foundation. Yeah, build build the game and that, that's just how he always is. So I don't think he'd mind, especially taking on something like the Knicks, which many people don't want to take on. Yeah, Shout he comes and does that, bro, and he changes the culture. And and, and and even if they start winning after him, the year he leaves and they start winning after him. People are going to look at Chris Paul like, yo, Chris Paul did that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's going to mean a lot for his legacy. Chris Paul came over here and changed the culture. Now the Knicks are winning. I mean, you got to credit him for that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? For sure. I don't think they're going to look for him to come win us some championships. I think they'll have him for a year or two. You know what I'm saying? Fix the culture. And then I think after that, I think he'll probably mm-hmm. play one more season on a team where he could possibly win a ring. But right now, I don't think for Chris Paul, I don't think it's about the rings anymore, bro. I really don't. You think he's like Melo in that sense? He's just out here to help help yeah. everyone else. He just wants to play. I think Melo wants a ring. Me- Melo, 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 I think he wants a ring, Melo, but I also feel like I think that he knew that he wasn't 
going to get on a contender team and was okay with not being a contender right away. Yeah, because at that point, I think Melo just wanted to hoop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They blackballing him from the league. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. think Melo was just he was just ready to take whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they wanted. He was willing to come back to the Knicks, treated him like shit. Mm-hmm. So at yeah. that point, you know, you know, I'm just he just wants to play. He was just desperate. He would have mm-hmm. took anything. Yeah, but man. like CP is a little bit because there's people that can still use his services. You oh, know for what I'm sure. saying. But I think it's I think it's really up to him. He can choose to go and help his guy Leon Rose, you mm-hmm. know, change the culture over in New York, or he can choose to, you know, try to get on a contender. But with me, I, I think where, you know, what contender is that that's willing to win, ready to win a championship right now can take on a forty million dollar contract. There's no contender. There's no contender he, that can do that. No. I think well, I mean they were trying to get it with the Heat. Because uh, I remember I they think were, we uh, talk about that. They that were, would trying, be a bad they were move. trying to I get that move of move. CP and and Butt, but the mm. the contract. I mean, they just have too yeah. much money tied up, and they yeah. they would have had to give up too much to make the money work. That's what I'm saying. I really don't think he has a choice. Yeah. You know, at this point, I think he just, and I think that's something that he would love to do: come to New York and change the culture. For sure, bro, that's nice. I feel that's like a, it, I feel like if he could still win, that's probably that would probably be preferable at this mm-hmm. time. But I think kind of like what you said, bro. Like if he doesn't fit, like his money just doesn't fit on a contender. Yeah, no way. exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because because we already know, like every team that is like, for example, the Bucks, money's off, money's off the table. Clippers, money's off the table. Lakers, money's off the table. And those are the three main teams that you know could yeah. use him, but. Get it paid forty six a year. Come on, yo. All right. Yeah. So I got this Bleacher Report notification about the NBA considering a group stage, and they're asking GM feedback for a group stage format where the twenty best teams would be placed into four groups. What do you guys think? So basically, it would be yeah. like Olympic style. Was it like soccer mm-hmm. or something like that? Yeah. Like how they do for the World Cup? Yep. You do it with with Olympic basketball too. I've always oh, okay. been on board on just getting the best freaking sixteen teams. Like yeah. I, you, it's all right. You ruined the conferences, but I don't give a fuck because we had so many years of all the good teams being the Western Conference and so many good teams missing the playoffs. Mm. So but basically, the group so basically, makes so, it a basi- bit so more basically, even. top top twenty top twenty teams get put in a group stage. Like, oh, teams I mean, with the I would best records into tiers and then create evenly matched pools. Teams would then play two games against each of the teams in the pools, eight games in total, right. with the top two teams advancing to an eight-team second round. And then for in that second round, it's normal best of seven series. Hmm. I don't think I'm mad at that. And they're just taking the top twenty, regardless of best record. twenty records. Okay. That's it. Right. So basically, uh, <laughs> what twelve Western Conference teams and eight Eastern Conference <laughs> teams? Mate. So, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I mean, I personally, and I've been telling people this. Like, I've I've already checked myself out of basketball. I expected no basketball. So anything else, anything like this is just I, icing I just on the have cake. hope. I just wanted to come back. Like it's just this season was just so good. Yeah, I know. Now this is, was one of my favorites. Like in in recent years, I can't remember like a season that like the regular season was really like lit as this one as this one was. Especially now that like you know LeBron being on the, on the uh, Lakers and shit, the Clippers being you know who they was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It kind of it kind of was like damn. Like what's really about to happen? Luca yeah, being as the long first as, team All NBA. Yeah, I mean, as long listen, as long as the NBA comes back in some in in some way, I don't even care how they do it. Like it's mm-hmm. just they just need mm-hmm. to finish out the season. I don't do. I think they will. I still don't think they will. I, I don't. I think that when, there, there, it seems like Disneyland talks are heating up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, bro. I feel like by like it's the same thing with baseball. It's like yo, they, like the 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 players and the owners can't really figure out something else like with how to yeah. get paid. It's fucking decimal points. They can't figure this shit out. Well, man. that's the thing for the. I think what's it's it's a difference between basketball and baseball. Basketball is more like a logistics thing of like all right how would we do these teams baseball is just like you know i want my money and i can't if i can't get my money and i don't want to play then what's going on like i think baseball is a way more selfish endeavor right now you know just in terms of oh the players association said we get paid this owners don't want to pay like bro 
NBA is just like, yo, we just need to find places to hoop. We just yeah. want to find hotels yeah. for these guys to stay at, courts for them to play at. Like, that's it. Like, everybody like wants to. This is an aspect of the sport, too, because in baseball, your team can suck, like, completely suck. Even if you're a pitcher, like, you could either have a great season or you could just hit well and the rest of your team sucks. Then it's like, okay, that guy's going to get a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about, like, other software. It'll be a team who wants to build it that way. Whereas basketball, the way you play directly affects everyone around you. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's the difference in that sense. But that's frustrating because people just want fucking sports, bro. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and it's one thing if you're saying, like, if you're an athlete and you're like, I don't want to come back because I just personally don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. that's totally different and i i feel i think that's fine yeah, you're, in, you you're entitled that to that way. but if your problem is i don't want to come back because i'm not going to get paid x amount of money then you're just an asshole especially mm-hmm. especially when you're getting paid millions of dollars bro. yeah mm-hmm. and i feel like for anything i feel like baseball mm-hmm. of all sports that have been struggling with viewership throughout all of these years it's like yo nothing else is going on right now if they figured out something they could have been playing right now yep yep I mean, shit, this is better for us because everyone can heal up from our injuries. Yeah, oh, god damn, you just want to talk about injuries, yeah. Syndergaard got surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just, yeah, nah, that's a fact. That's a that's a fact. And I, it was crazy because I, I, all of our friends, all of our friends, are Yankee fans. But I actually watched the Mets, as Keith's can attest yeah. to. Like I'm saying, I don't, he made me start for the. What is that? I, 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 I dabble in a few Mets games. My dad's a Mets fan, so it'd it be on. You yeah, know, no, nah, real shit. I mean, like you know, I, I, I personally like. Coming into this season, like with all all of what they had, injuries aside, the Mets was gonna be really good this year. They was gonna fight for their fucking division. For sure. So I mean arguably the best pitching rotation. Even without Syndergaard, it's still a top top five pitching to say, rotation. Yeah. I'm about to say uh, you can't you can't dispute that, yeah. bro. I mean, I, I really I really like Pete Alonso. I don't know Yankee. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this this weird rivalry came between Aaron Judge and Pete Alonso. Because of home, 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 home runs, bro. But the I'm like, runs. yo, like I like Pete Alonso, like the polar bear thing, like I like that. I dig yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete yeah, McNeil. McNeil's super tough. I mean, Conforto's not terrible. Yeah, I, love I, I like I like Conforto. Nimmo too. A lot of people don't know about Nimmo because he's been hurt a lot. But mm-hmm. when Nimmo's playing, bro, what is it? Y'all still got Rosario? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's niggas, niggas they got improving. a decent squad. That's what I'm saying. The Met, the Met squad is not is not bad. They're a scrappy you know, team. Scrappy. Yeah, I would even say yeah. scrappy. These niggas was actually all right at the like. I wanted they, you guys that, to make that, the playoffs. That's what's wild is that as yeah, bad as bro. they were for the first three months of the season, they only they only missed the playoffs by what like four games, four yeah. or five games. Like, yeah, and it was just because the Nationals had that crazy run in the second mm-hmm. half of the yep. season. If the Nationals didn't have that great, the Mets is definitely in the playoffs, bro. It was not just sure. uh, damn. And I was with, and I was with Keys going to yeah, bro. It's crazy, and I. Like they really don't respect my son Degrom, bro. Like it's bad. This nigga is literally the best pitch, one of the best pitchers in baseball. We go to, we go to. Remember we went to the, we went to the the Bra- Braves. This was during Players Weekend. Braves in the best playing. This nigga Jacob Degrom hit a solo shot. Niggas couldn't get him no no other help, bro. And it, it, it's like it's sad. Like, I feel bad for my son. You can't get. It's like the Felix Hernandez effect. Like you can't get. Uh, no, did no, he win a game this year or I guess last season, Degrom? Because he hit a home run, and that was the difference maker in the game. I think they won like two one or something last like that. Last season, yeah. I feel like it, I feel like it was. I'm like, bro, like I would walk into that clubhouse and be like, I don't need any of you niggas. You all suck. Yeah, like, I gotta do this shit like myself. Kobe, like Kobe in practice. Yes, he was like, like Kobe I'm in practice. practice to get better. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I don't know what y'all doing. Yeah. Y'all right. just out here getting a tan. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah it's very. I'm, I'm kind of going crazy with no baseball, bro. I was really looking forward to this baseball season. So yeah, many, so, so much to look forward to. So, this season. so many New York storylines. It was just gonna be excited. Cole would be would be like eight and zero right now with yeah, a two man. with a two four seven ERA. Seeing, We'd seeing, have been wavy. About to say, man, but it's like like John said, it's a good. We would have signed Bartolo Colon to while everyone's hurt. <laughs> right, no doubt. Now my nigga gotta retire as a Met. No funny shit. After he hit that home run, yeah, nah, he gotta retire. I mean, my man's Bartolo gotta come back just for the one time, bro. My man's pitching in DR right now. Shit, they, I know they playing in DR. Oh hell yeah, yeah. 
Oh, they never talking about come back yeah. to Chelsea. <laughs> they never stopped. <laughs> Corona been going on for eight. They were like, right. what the hell is the Corona? Corona. Getting bottle caps out here. Yeah, nah, that has awesome G shit. Nah, nah but, you're talking uh, about big sexy coming back. Y'all see the pictures of Mike Tyson? Bro. No? Bare knuckle Bro. fighting that I heard they offered him they offered him twenty million dollars. I think he would kill someone they're, in a bare knuckle fight. Yeah, they're up in the offer supposedly. So Yeah, he's honestly Somebody, at first he was talking about it and then you realize he's still fast as shit. Like you didn't like after he talked about it, Holyfield put out a video and Holyfield just looked slow. Like Tyson has not lost his speed, bro. Like it's really well. Have you seen him like Holyfield would be an idiot to fight him. This nigga literally bit his ear off. He really might die. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like if Tyson fought an old dude, they there's a good chance that old person dies. Shit, I mean, but if Tyson fights a young dude, there's also a good chance Tyson dies because taking those hits at his mm-hmm. age is yeah. not safe, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, but this nigga Mike Tyson is also a crackhead-ass nigga, though. So I'll, I'll, imagine, imagine, he hard to kill, bro. Yeah, imagine Mike Tyson getting caught with a Deontay Wilder, right, bro? Yeah, He'd probably right. die, right? <laughs> right, bro. I would, I would, I would pay to see that Then fight. again, I would pay to see uh, Tyson catch Wilder yeah. with just... <laughs> Because I'm about Ty- to say Tyson faster than Wilder. Yeah, I'm about to, yeah, this nigga Wilder, bro. He let niggas down with that Tyson Fury fight. He got to chill for a little bit. They pushed that fight back though, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna end up canceling all together. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I wanna... think Fury's gonna fight Joshua, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Nah, I would, I would fuck. I'll fuck with that. Yeah, I don't want to see him. Fury, Fury. I don't want to see Joshua. Fight. Yeah, nah. He... Joshua not ready for that. I'm about to say, nigga, Joshua lost to uh, Ortiz, right? Mm-hmm. Niggas yeah. lost so much money. Then he beat him. On this he nigga. Yeah. Uh, God damn. He's a party. <laughs> it wasn't even close the second time around, actually. Yeah, he whooped his ass. Yeah, that shit was bad, bro. The Ortiz coming heavier mm-hmm. to that fight, too. <laughs> yeah, but they said he was out partying, buying mad cars it. and shit. I would be too. Shit. Yeah, of course. These niggas be out here doing it for the check, though, bro. I mean, these niggas not getting paid Floyd money, but these niggas definitely get a nice little check being a ma- fucking with the main event joint. Mm-hmm. And being a fucking title holder. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But the last thing I want to talk about, you know. Because we were talking about basketball before. I just want to get your take on the last dance, bro. Just- uh, to me, I think it was great. It's a great timing. Yeah, mm-hmm. for, for sure. sure. Great we needed timing. that. And like for me, it was special to watch because at the time when Jordan was dominating, bro, I was three years old, mm-hmm. four years old. So it's not like I, I knew I watched Jordan highlights before, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was different. Like seeing actually seeing what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Like him opening up because everybody knows Jordan's not that type of... He doesn't open up, you know what I'm saying? So to get that different perspective. And I also think it's good for like people that are even younger than us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That may not have even seen a Jordan highlight, period. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was perfect timing, bro. There's really nothing else going on. I think it was well put together. Um, I kind of I kind of felt bad for Scotty. Made me feel yep. bad for Scotty a little mm-hmm. bit. Kept but, coming at my guy. Yeah. It, it was, wasn't right. Um, Did you hear the art about the article that came out after? Um, there's a, a teammate of his on the Rockets. It was like some young dude, and he was like, when Scotty came, he just kept trying to be Jordan, and no one fucked with him on the Rockets. <laughs> and like, he was just trying to do too much the whole time, and everyone was like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. But like, he was like, I didn't know that he just came off eight years of being underpaid and all that shit. So he yeah. just kept trying to be the guy. And then guys figured it out when he went to the Blazers, but yeah. That's tough. Yeah, but no, I definitely, definitely enjoyed that documentary, all 10 episodes, you know. Yeah. I feel the only thing that I wish was different is that they formatted it different. I wish they kept it in, like, chronological order. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Jumping bouncing back. around, yeah. you know, it kind of messed me up a little bit. But, you know, it was it was definitely cool to watch. I wish they had his Wizards season. Yeah, yeah that would have been dope. Yeah, because it wasn't one season he was on the Wizards. Yeah, yeah. It was a few but, of them joints. Yeah. I can't wait for the Kobe doc, though, that yeah. last season. I'm about to say, yeah, they niggas, yeah, they, they they confirmed that that shit's gonna come out. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man. Nah, definitely agree with with a lot of what you're saying on the la- on the last dance. Um, the main problem that not even just us, but uh, a lot of people had is that like you know it was kind of told from like Jordan's perspective. It's like yo, we kind of like we glorified him before the doc, and it's just like yo, it's only gonna make make us like glorify him more. So for example, right? So something came out on Bleacher Report today. That was saying that you know that whole episode where they're talking about like oh it wasn't Jordan's fault why uh, Isaiah Thomas didn't yeah, I saw uh, that. yeah it didn't yeah. Did it, didn't end up on the on the dream team so something came out with an audio that kind of like refutes that statement you know what I'm saying so I he wish that they ca- had kind of like jumped you know a little bit more in like you know like kind of like what you said like just told it from a little bit of a different mm-hmm. perspective you know yeah. but um it's good to know that you enjoyed this shit and the timing was really good you know thankfully they freaking moved it up mm-hmm. you know? shout out to LeBron thanks yeah thanks to LeBron <laughs> yeah. and now because of this documentary bro when the NBA returns I promise you especially if they go straight to playoffs I'm putting $500 a night on LeBron's points <laughs> every single night Right. I swear bro because by the end of the playoffs I'm gonna have $10,000 <laughs> off of LeBron's points bro right after that documentary, bro, I know LeBron is itching to get on the court and prove, wild out. prove himself, bro. <laughs> I, was I like, know the, it. the last episode of Game of Zones. <laughs> I love Game of Yeah, do you watch Game of Zones, Keys? Nah. Bro, oh, so good. But um, still basketball related. But, um, <laughs> since you're not on social media. Yes. yes. Do you know how old Bradley Bill is? Probably like 25. 26. He's 26 years old. Oh. That's, yeah, that's a, that sounds about right. He came, all the these way niggas come into the league so young. Bro. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not the way people are talking about it, and it's funny because I was still some person, um, even though I've always wanted him on the maps, like when they were talking about making trades, mm-hmm. it's like you don't realize that he was only 26. So he's probably still not at his basketball peak. Nope, definitely not. Because <laughs> AD is 25. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. AD's 25. Oh, yeah. damn. I guess this nigga has been at, in college, been the league like, for a while. He's like a true freshman. God damn. <laughs> Yeah, they was one and done with Cal. And speaking of Bradley Bill, you guys seen the trade, the uh, potential trade with the Nets? I didn't hear about the Nets one, but I know the that's Mavs. All that's I, heard, about I heard about him getting traded to the Sorry, Nets. Sorry, I've been hearing about the Mavs. How? You, so. How? It's almost like it's literally just been the talk. I saw the one with the Mavs, but it's like been the talk of like everything. Bro, with, they have uh, they offering Dinwiddie, Karis Levert, Jared Allen, and two first round picks <laughs> for Bradley Bill. See, bro, here's the thing, right? One. Trey's not further. Trey's not even going to happen. I think Brad wants to stay in DC. I think he loves it there. Right. Two. I think the Wizards still want to see what the combination of a healthy wall and a healthy Beal could be. Three. I'm not giving up the farm for Bradley Beal because one. All right, Bradley Beal's 26. Spencer Dinwiddie is 26. Bradley Beal is only I think he's like a year and a half older than Chris Levert. Right. I'm not going to give up Jared Allen. On top of that, as well who's proven himself as a pretty solid defender, even though I still think he needs to get stronger. He needs to eat some protein shakes. Yeah, he's, he's getting shit. bullied as yeah, shit down there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, like but still, I mean, he provides you with a very good pick-and-roll, you know, roller. He gets his dunks, blocks his shots, right? right? And multiple pick... I love Bradley Beal. But yeah, I'm not going to spite... I'm not going to shave off my nose, spite my face, like... And it's not even a case of, like, like Bradley Beal, that defensive backcourt is going to be atrocious. Kyrie and Bradley Beal... Like opposing offenses backwards are gonna have a field. But then you got defense. but then you got KD and DeAndre Jordan protecting the rim. So I, I mean, saw DeAndre Jordan protect the rim this year. It was awful. It was abysmal. <laughs> I saw Dem- he got he was getting worked by Demontis Sabonis. Granted, Demontis Sabonis is a really nice. good player. I love him. Demontis Miles Turner. Like he was getting worked because you know why DeAndre can't play defense outside of the paint. Once you get a stretch four or five on him, he has no idea what to do because he doesn't know whether to go out. Doesn't know whether to stay in. Awful. I would say the trade doesn't happen if Kenny Atkinson is still y'all coach. 
Because you got the trade happens regardless. I don't think it happens regardless. Bro, I don't know. I, I feel like in a in a superstar-oriented league, I feel like niggas is going to do whatever it takes to have another superstar on your team. Like, Because as much as I, me, everybody in this room knows how good Karis LeVert could be and how uh, essential Spencer Dinwiddie is to the Nets, you telling you telling me on paper you put Bradley Bill, KD, and Kyrie niggas not thinking of chip. Yeah, I don't fuck know, bro. defense, bro. You yeah. put Kyrie, Bradley Bill, and KD. Bro, these niggas just stay on the offensive side of the floor. They don't even got to go back on defense, bro. Because <laughs> right, so you're what, not outscoring us. So what happens when Kyrie gets hurt and has to miss fifty games in the season? You still have Bradley Bill and KD. Okay, but you still need. I don't know. I, I think for me, it's just the security factor of it. I think the Nets are good enough with KD and Kyrie to be a contender in the East regardless. I don't think it's going to... Uh, it doesn't automatically make you a finals like winner with Bradley Beal there because there's still, you know, there's still some risk there too. Um, you're also having KD come off injury. Now, I think he's still... I think KD at 80% is still better than 90% of the league, mm -hmm. but it's still a concern. Um, I, I just don't... I don't mind trading for Beal, but I can't give up everything to get him because I don't want to just piecemeal my team uh, with and front load it with just quality on the starting five, and I can't ever go to my bench because my bench is going to give up everything once you know other teams' reserves come in. And I get it that rotations are uh, you know cut in in half come playoff time, only eight nine man rotations. But at the same time, I want to be confident that when I need KD, Kyrie, and Bradley Beal to take a rest and get that, you know, for the fourth quarter, that my bench is not going to give up a 15-2 to two run and put us in a hole, and now we're down 13 points going into the fourth quarter, and I need these guys to exert more energy to win the game for me. Like I See, said, I'm like, the opposite. Because, also it's different because our... Um, for the Mavs, I think it's a move that they should make if they can. But as soon as if he was twenty eight, I would have been a little more iffy about trading everything. Mm. Him being twenty six, that changes that's everything. Two, that's two years older than Porzingis. That's it. And Porzingis twenty four. Yeah, I thought he was like twenty three. And then uh, you're keeping a young ass core of Porzingis, Bradley Beal, and Luca, who I've been saying Bradley Beal since before there was even trades. Since before he started wiling out, <laughs> was the perfect compliment for like that team. Um. To me, it's we don't have any of those pieces that I feel like I there's no there's no part that I would get traded that I would feel too bad about. I would be upset if we lose lose Maxi like things like that. But then those are also pieces that could be replaced somehow. Also, we are good at finding talent, and we have a good coach that makes things work. So I'm in that opposite boat. I still don't think he's gonna move because, like you said, he likes DC. They're gonna ruin. They're gonna waste him. I think when John Wall comes back, it's he's not gonna be the same player. Because his his game is built off athleticism, right. and he's coming off an Achilles. Mm. Come on, like as good as John Wall is, and I like John Wall. We started to see a decline before he got hurt, and then now you're taking a speed guy and being okay. You just can't play as fast. So there's a big thing in that, and then also like I think Bradley Beal's the type to 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 want to make it work, and I feel like he wants to stay. But I think for his career, that's probably not going to be the best thing. I think the Wizards going to end up wasting and also, bro, his career. Bro, but you got to think like the Nets are a win now team, bro. Like even oh, with, yeah. even with Kyrie, KD, Dinwiddie, and and Levert, y'all not like with the way that the league is right now. Like in this current state, I don't think that team is good. And I, I don't think that team is good enough to be poor, poor George. I don't Kawhi. think so either. And I don't think they're good enough to be to to be um. A A A D and LeBron, at least not right now. But you add Bradley. We did it Bill. already without Kyrie and KD. Oh my! We just did God. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Last continue. game of the season. But anyhow, <laughs> right. well, you might be in luck though, because if they bring that back the season with the top sixteen teams, it's Nets versus Lakers first round. 
It's funny. They were saying that, uh, oh, that might be the motivating factor for Katie and Kyrie to come. I'm like, that shouldn't be a motivating factor. That would be a terrible like, idea. Like, why would, why, why would they be motivated? So if they end, were playing like the Bucks, they wouldn't play, but because they're playing LeBron, like, mm-hmm. I think that's just, someone came out with that report. I think it was Windhorse. I'm like, that's stupid. Like, why would they be only motivated to play LeBron and the Lakers? Yeah. I mean, I could see why the motivation is higher for both yeah. of them. Like, I see the motivation, but I don't think that should but it would be, be a the reason decision. why. That would be a terrible <laughs> yeah. if you're only basing your whether you're going to yeah. play or not. I mean, as a well, fan, I would love to see it. Oh, yeah. I, 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 from a shit, fan perspective, yeah. we all would love to see it, but I, I don't know, bro. KD need to just chill. But I don't know, so. KD not at 100%. Like, to me, it'll bro. be like, yo, it'll be so hyped, and then you'll see it, and you're like... Well, the weird thing he is he had planned to play in the Olympics. Yeah. Because he was going to be medically clear Now they by then. definitely are going to play next year in the Olympics. I think oh, he yeah. Just need, yeah, he's definitely going to play next year. But he just needs to chill, bro. Yeah. Like, we saw, what happened when, we saw what happened when he got rushed back last year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a freak injury. You know, we can't really plan for that. But, you know, yeah, it's just, he just needed to just chill. Kyrie need to get healthy. Get healthy. But, you know, whatever. That's why I'm like, I'm all for them sitting out this year because we expected them to be out. Once Kyrie got out, like, you know, in uh, January, yeah. I was like, all right, I expected these guys to be out anyway. So you, there's no point of coming back, rushing back, just retool for next year and go at it. I want Bradley Bill, and then we have a dynasty, so. It makes more, I I, I like it. I like the fit more Mavs. for the Mavs than the Nets, to be honest. I mean, it would make more sense logistically. I mean, they wouldn't be giving up as much. We'd be giving up basically all our role players, but we know we're not winning this year anyway. Yeah, and that's so, what... And, that, and then yeah. we can retool, and then we have a coach that'll make things work. So I'm not... To me, if there's any way we can make it happen, I don't care who we give up at that point. Rick Carlisle we're, we're is the longest tenure head coach in the league? Am I making that up? I think so. No. Rick Pop. Pop. Yes, it's, he's after Pop. Yeah, he's right after Pop. I was, and there's Pop, also Pop. Really, he. I don't know, bro. He he fake count like you know what I'm saying. What do you mean fake count? Chamberlain. I'm about to say records. Like 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 Pop count, but it's like yo, that thing is the the coach, the Spurs head coach until bro, like he's so coach whenever K, you he's want. Coach K in the NBA. Yeah, basically, it's like it's not fair to like you know. And I also think another factor with the Bradley Beal thing is is he gonna be comfortable now that he just became the man, right? He should have been an all star putting up all star. I don't think he wants to be the man. I think he was literally just like, what? He's like, he, because he likes DC and he's like, I want to win. So So I think that's why he's balling regardless. Yeah. I think with the fit, there's also the fit thing, right? So like LeBron, niggas make it work. LeBron, Bosch, and Wade worked because they were friends before that, right? D Wade and and Braun was, but yeah. All right. But but they they still had that connection, that strong enough connection to make Mm -hmm. it work. Does it? Can you replicate it? Because lightning strike twice, bro. When you got when you when you got Luca gonna pass. When you got stars, you make it. You gotta make it work, bro. You tell it. You can't tell me you put Kyrie, Bradley, and KD on the same team and they don't find a way to win a championship. KD and Kyrie already won one ring, so that's working with them. Mm. You know what I'm saying. So if Bradley Bill got to defer to win a ring, fuck it. He's not gonna care about that. Yeah. That's my that's my take. I would hope he, he don't win. seem like the type. I don't he don't seem I hope like. He yeah, I would say Bradley don't seem like a, a selfish dude. But best believe Katie and Kyrie gonna get theirs. But they know what it take. They know what it take to win a ring. You know what I'm saying? I gotta mm-hmm. you know I gotta give it give it to them for that. So um, that's that. That's that on that. Any la- any last thoughts on it though? I just want him to free free Bradley Beal. <laughs> free a lot of niggas, John. Do you already know? Free free a lot it's of. Like niggas. can all come to the maps. Where do we get? Where, where do we end the free though? Like we somebody's don't. gotta be bad at we some. Don't. It's sick because sports is cyclical though. So we can't free somebody every time their team is bad because then somebody else's team becomes bad. And then when that team gets, you know, go, gets good and it comes bad again, then we got to free that person again. No, the only time you endless cycle of time The only time you free them when they're on a bad team is when the team management is bad, when they're not helping that person. Then it's free them. So can we, so does that mean we have to free De'Aaron Fox now? 
The king. When do we get? When the do we king's get, on paper is supposed to be better. When are we supposed? Do we have? I mean, so I guess free Devin Booker and DeAndre. Ayton. It, no, this is Devin Booker's fault. He chose to stay. <laughs> he chose to stay. All right, Amen. It is nice to have some um, some sports conversation again, though. Even though without the sports going on, honestly, I can't wait till you're back when we have sports and shit going. Yeah, on. Yeah, bro. Because once, once once shit is actually like mid season, it's like it'll be yeah. now. It's like you already been in a stu- been in mm-hmm. a stew with us. You yeah. com- you, com- you comfortable niggas niggas talk about whatever is yeah, is sure. going on. You know what I'm saying because uh, shit's not even going on right now. Look at we just like flowing, just talking yeah. about mm-hmm. all the shit. So when we actually have real shit to argue about, yeah, instead of hypotheticals, that's yeah. a fact. Nigga, Keys could throw fucking coffee mugs and shit across his room. <laughs> nigga, fuck you. Frank, my nigga. Bro, <laughs> I heard a story about like about something like that from my brother this weekend. Yeah. Apparently, back home in Guyana, um, my brother was like, he was like, I was maybe like five years old. He was in the crib with my grandfather. Yeah. And it was my grandfather and one, like, one of his friends, and they were just sitting and drinking. And he was like, so the friend got kind of drunk and goes, man, I had to tell you, a teeth one of your chicken. <laughs> and Nigga. apparently my grandfather stopped drinking. He was like, my brother's like, I just remember him throwing the glass across the room and just beating him up. <laughs> he was like, yo, he just, he's like, he was sitting there. Next thing you know, glass go flying and he yeah, beat his ass and then that was it. Niggas just said, fuck it, we Friendship it, ruined because the man slipped up. Yeah. Teeth is chicken. Don't teeth nobody's chicken. Mm-hmm. Damn. So with that, it's time for Anime Book Club once again. Yep. And we are continuing Rising of a Shield Hero. This week we did episodes seven, eight, and nine. Um, it's a bit of a lighter one, like I already said. In the season, like this one season, there's like multiple arcs going on, so yep. this is like that in between time. But we do get some um, some things happening, like laying the foundation. Like we see the curse shield mm-hmm. really being used the first time. Yep. We see um, we, we you guys get to see your favorite place, the church. Yeah. Oh God, don't get me started. And um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And uh, I mean. Yeah, I mean, the, the the first episode seven was like, it definitely felt more filler, but there is just some sort of foundation there. So there was there was two things that happened, and one of them happened in, I'm just going to jump around a yeah, little yeah, bit. So episode seven, episode eight, um, we see that uh, Naofumi is like, uh, base, he's he's really like cleaning up the other hero's mess. Like you mm-hmm. see it like- what shattering. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But basically like, you know, he sees the fucking uh, spear hero and the fucking sword sword hero, you know, they both basically fuck, fuck shit up. My man, my one man's like had a dragon and the niggas didn't clean up the leftover dragon shit. And yeah, dragon almost killed them. Yeah, dragon almost killed the whole village. And same thing with the spear hero. Spear hero, like you know, gave them this motherfucking miracle seed, and it just niggas was overwhelmed with crops. They ain't ignored no- the warning. Yes, exactly. So yeah, and then you know, now for me, just being the nigga that he is, he's like, all right, I'm gonna clean up this fucking mess. Because mm-hmm. he's he's, uh, and that's the one thing I like that they emphasized in this um, couple episodes again, is that he's the only one who realizes this isn't a game. Yep. Oh yeah, he did say that too. Mm-hmm. This is game. This is real life. <laughs> But um, nah, it's I like that just because Jack's talking. About, he's like, damn, he should know that meat spoils. But then again, he's a high school and he's not thinking about. It. He doesn't realize that this isn't a game. Just like when um, the spear hero goes all full lolly and it's like, oh my god, there's a girl just like this one girl from a game, but it's a fucking child. They still have to go love too. Yep. Oh yeah. Also, I just thought it was funny that he got kicked in the nuts again after we had a conversation about prosthetic testicles last week. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how that like all. Didn't, goes didn't he call him out on that because he saw yeah, that he, he was had, like, like, bro, why do you have a cup? <laughs> Crazy. Oh yeah, Spirit Hero's a lolly. Yep. OD lolly. The worst. There's a lot of things wrong with that guy. Yeah. A lot of things wrong with that whole that whole group over there. The spear group. Yeah, yeah there's I a lot of know. things wrong with them. I don't know. Bro. 
It's, yeah. Man, I'm just saying. That was kind of fun. It was like, that was a fun filler. Mm-hmm. The attack of the plants. Because uh, now, I mean, this guy can really just do anything. He's kind of, yeah, you're kind of learning like that, that. Like, now, now for me is, uh, he's, he's kind of OP. He's, like, he's very <laughs> versatile. Like, and I can't wait for like the next, uh, what's this shit called? Every month phase? No. You know what I'm talking about. Like, you know how like the first shit when like all the monsters pulled up? Wave. Wave, yes, yeah, yeah. So like when the next when the next wave pull up, like I'm mean, I'm very interested to see like how him and his party really handle mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, because now you see like the like their levels and shit, they're all like in like the high thirties and shit. Mm-hmm. So him, Raptalia, and fucking Philo, and Philo's a beast, yo. Follow problem. Yeah, follow follow on some shit. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I, I am loving the uh the dynamic between Philo and uh Raftalia. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. I, I find it like this, right? I think it's like Raftalia wants the attention of now for me in like yeah. a romantic way. Mm-hmm. But I think that Philo, aside from that, that one weird comment where she said mating, but I think that was more like an animalistic type yeah, exactly. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Just, more you gotta, like, you gotta remember she's still a bird. Yeah. She's more, it's more of like a, like a daughter. Exactly. It's, it's like, it's, like just, just I, wanting I like a marry dad's... my dad when I grow up. Yeah. Like that's what it is. Like I want my dad's and attention. And is like, I want him. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Uh, Raftalia was dumb sick in the hot springs. She was like, oh Yeah. I could, I could. So if we bathe together, so if we bathe together, it'll be all. All she hears is, "Oh, master, look, I'm swimming." <laughs> yeah, Don't no. swim in the water, Philo. Now, nah, my my favorite my favorite part these past three episodes was when it's so funny because now Fumi is really Captain Save a Ho, but he really don't want to be though. So like when they when when uh Melty the girl the new new character that's introduced mm-hmm. into this shit like when she gets separated from the other Fololios he's like yo like yo we ain't see nothing we saw nothing. Yo, like, that yo, was bro, like, I was, it was like oh my god. He's like oh my god. Philo ate her. We didn't see anything. <laughs> we, we ain't seen shit. We're gonna like, yo, bury we, the dress. And we're not gonna talk about this. We have no idea. What we're <laughs> yeah, nah, I was cracking the fuck up. I was like yeah. Bro. He was like wait you're sleeping in there yeah without your clothes. Yeah, like, <laughs> why wouldn't I? And then, like, and then, and then Raftalia just casually pulls up, touches his like, oh, shit. She's like, how do like, you how even, do you even feel? feel? Yeah, like a fucking trance and shit. Damn, I kind of wanted to sleep in. Raz, I was like, damn, like, I, I need I need some phyllo feathers. Yeah, like, that ass. You know, but I I, I I enjoy it. and But they do but they do work well together. I like, mm-hmm. yeah. even though it's like a rivalry, they do work well. I mean, you saw it with the, uh, when they went out to go get the, the egg yeah, and the right. crystal. It was like, Wait, are you going out to uh, the mountain too to see the bird? Mm-hmm. It's like, bitch, why? Because I'm going to get an egg for Master because I heard they're really, really good. It's like, yeah. oh, swoosh, she doesn't know about the crystals. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to mate with me. Wait, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> nah, yeah, but um, it was pretty It was pretty interesting. They got my man's like a little uh, mining hammer. I was like, all right. The jewelry thing. Yeah, yeah, was nice. I, was, I was like, okay, cool. You know. So he can become an even better trader. Yep. Start making jewelry. Kinda reminds me, it kind of reminds me of, because uh, we see it. And I think the nurse said it to Raftalia too. She was like, "Oh, he really does care about care you about you." Even though he tries his hardest to just like, I just have a job to do. Like, I'm just here. To, like, just get like when she out. asked, she's like, "Why are you?" Tra-? She's like, "You're trying to make everyone hate you." Yeah. Like, but I think, uh, yeah. yeah, he likes. It's almost like it kind of feels like the. Uh, wow, why did I forget his name already? From the last, uh, the Devil King from oh, last, oh, from last um, anime. Not Lucifer. No, nah, yeah. that wasn't but... no, no, not no, Lucifer. No, not Lucifer. Um, Mal. Mao. Mao. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like Mao, like how like Chichon was like throwing all these hints, but he's just kind of like And then she's like, oblivious. Yes, he shouldn't get the hints. That's right. <laughs> it's almost like he doesn't, not, not to say that he doesn't get the hints, I think he just chooses not to see them. Right. I think that's, you know, it's okay. I mean, it's also because, it's it, for the main reason, it's like, yeah, he don't really he's just see them. He's like, by this world, too. Well, yeah, he kind of like hate people. Yeah. 
every time like he doing some shit, like he's like, all right, like yo, I'm coming back for my money. Like mm-hmm. you, you that was funny. He's like, he's like yo, like, all right, you won't pay today. I will be back. <laughs> yeah. You better have it by then. He be saying it in a chill way though. Like they was like, all right, whatever. I'm just giving him all this fucking fruit that he can't use. But then he ended up, you know, fucking flipping that shit because he's so like, oh, we don't have any money. I mean. Y'all I'll got, take ne- good, y'all got like, necklaces or some shit. <laughs> yeah, like I need hold, something off yeah, of you. Yeah, hold, hold it, hold it down. Like he really, he really tough at this. You know, he's like better. He's really good at this damn game. I right? think the the biggest things from these episodes were um, <clears throat> seeing the curse shield really being activated. Yes, that was the main. Like seeing what was happening, he was really wilding. It's the curse. The curse shield for me. It seems like that's like a very offensive. He went full Sasuke. Like yeah, it like, went. You don't have enough hate. Yo, he just that's went, a fact. He was, it was dead on the screen. Sasuke. Do you hate everything? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, nah. <laughs> nah, but it's yeah, like nah, he's not even crazy. doing anything. He's not defending. He's he could use that as an if he was able to figure out how to use the curse shield, he can use that in a much more offensive way than even though he's he's been using his shield offensively mm-hmm. in some it's more so support. Like how he uses the he used the uh, He can be the direct person yes. attacking with that. Like how he used like the air shield to help Philo hit the, the tree. Mm-hmm. Like now he can be like, oh, I'm about to fuck this. This was all precipitated up. because, what's it called? Because of the fucking Dragon 8 Philo mm-hmm. and shit? Yeah. yeah, bro. That shit gay and nigga got... I was going to say, I wonder how you guys felt when you saw that happen. Yeah, no, I was, I was like, like, no. <laughs> I was like, nah, this is some bullshit. And then it's just like, oh yeah, I just threw up the fruit that I was eating from before. I'm like, wow, y'all niggas is stupid, bro. <laughs> I was like, nah. I was like, nah, y'all, this is, this is some crazy shit. Oh, and time out. Yeah, my man know, knows some spells now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, so my son is actually pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe like... Kind of, kind of what happened is like as he leveling up, he's seeing like yo, there's certain shit that he can't do. Cause even remember when like they got the crystal from the dragon and shit, mm-hmm. he put it on, he couldn't like uh, what's it called? Said he was he wasn't a high enough level. Yeah, mm-hmm. not high yeah. enough level. So I guess when this nigga gets to like level fifty six, you know this nigga's gonna evolve into you know ty- Tyranitar, and you know he's gonna be, he's gonna be nice. <laughs> Right, how to cop Pokemon? Yes, sir. Yes, please do. Oh yeah. Oh, if you got oh, if you cop shield, I cop sword, and you know niggas get right. I'm gonna sword. Oh, all right, I'm gonna get shield. Bet. This uh, is perfect. Oh, how, oh, time out. How's the switch? Oh, that's fun. Oh yeah, I've been I've been uh, playing Smash to make sure I can like unlock everyone. Yeah, I don't unlock Ness. That's my real man. I fucking hate Ness. My I hate niggas. Character. I hate niggas. I've been playing Ness since Melee, bro. That's my guy. I hate that nigga, bro. Yeah. I hate <laughs> it's all about Snake. Snake, Snake is tough. Snake and Link. Link, Link, and Link, I, Link is OD. I use Ryu OD. Ryu is like my nigga, bro. Man. And then I just for the yo, we're gonna play Smash in the studio one day. We will. Yeah, we gotta, I don't yeah. For the I'm, Switch, I just started learning how to use. Uh, the captain. You got a switch too? No, my cousin does. Oh, okay. He brought it over like twice to my mm-hmm. house, and we were playing, bro. I was like, let me just use Captain just for that. Captain Falcon. Yeah, right. I, I've like, been Cap- using him in the Cap- story. Captain I only refer yeah. to him as the Cap. I never used to use him, but like in the story, I've been using him. Yeah. Nah. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> great tangent. Falcon Punch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus, a little bit. But um, so yes, the curse shield is fucking wild. He could actually be offensive, and then the idea of it, just like. We still don't know the full extent. And then leading into, like you guys mentioned, Melty, that's the other big thing that happened in these episodes, mm-hmm. is his, now we actually see what's going on with that crown. And obviously I know every, like what happens to Melty, but how do, you, how do you guys feel like when you realize that she's the princess and then how things turn? It's crazy how like it went from her being, because you could even see it in like her, her voice, how she spoke to people. Mm-hmm. She went from this like innocent little girl, just like, oh, I got lost and blah, blah, mm-hmm. to... Okay, so uh, now we're down to business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know why I'm here. You know why I'm here. You know, I'm the daughter. I'm supposed to be next in line. I need you to do me a favor. He's like, I see how your whole family works. Your whole family's crazy. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him for that. He has no reason to trust anybody with the last name Mellermark. That's fair. The dad has tried to get him out the paint. 
the daughter is trying to get him out the paint for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was kind of trippy when I found out that Mel and mine were sisters. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. She's like, hey, sis. Also, what are you doing? the big thing is she's first in line to the throne, yet she's the second daughter. Mm-hmm. So there's already some friction there. And also with that scene with her being introduced, I just love how the shield hero is just wiling in the streets and this freaking market and attacking everything. And they're like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you got normal ass people out here. No, sword get hero. Caught st- yep. no the spear hero. Spears. No, oh, I thought you said she. Sorry. Yeah, he was fighting in the Spear, market. Yeah. And like, you had these normal people who were like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? You're destroying my stand. You almost hit some kids. Like, shit like and that. Then everybody was and like, then no, mine comes fight. in like, no, mine comes in like, this is a duel now. Like, Bro, I'm like, yo, I was just trying to chill. I came to the, st- I came to the city to get holy water mm-hmm. and bounce and drop this little girl off. I'm just minding my business. Now I got a duel for no reason. I'm After just minding my once? business. <laughs> It's but, like, you really want me to embarrass your mans again in front of more people? And now more people are going to see that you, that, that you help him because I'm going to whip his ass again. What so. do you guys think about, um, do you guys think, with, what do you think is going to happen with Melty in that relationship? Do you think anything's going to come of it? Like, do you think that she's going to betray him? Like, what do you guys think? Betray who? Um, Melty. Like, what do you Mel- think is going to happen with everything? With oh, their like, relationship? Oh, with Melty? Oh, bro, I don't even, I, I couldn't even tell you. I think it's really more to, like, emphasize the character development on uh, Homeboy. On, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think she's probably going to be, like, an access- accessory piece. So, we'll see what happens. I I, I don't really know for sure yet because it's like, she was just introduced and, like, yo, this whole friction thing with, with her sister, mm-hmm. I mean, that could play that could play a role because Listen, it's like, anyone who doesn't like mine is good in my book. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> So we finna see some shit. I think it's interesting because uh, this is the second time they've referenced the mother mm-hmm. uh, in the show. The first time I don't think it was anybody knew like she was the mother or whatever. But we just had that, that one little scene mm-hmm. where the uh, Ambu Black House was talking to her. Yeah. And she was like, yo, keep your ears to the ground. Now, Melty was like, yo, I'm about to tell mom I'm you if you don't stop wilding out right now. And she was like, nah, don't tell mom. So I feel like the mom is going to play a significant role because how many, how many, uh, you know, I guess feudal systems, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How many do you see where the king and the queen are not together, mm-hmm. right? Like she's right. in a totally separate area than, the, than the palace. It is a matriarchy. There you go. Got to keep that in mind too. So maybe it's like, you know, since we favoring women in this sense, we, you know, see. Well, what how we're... can we have an, if we're the, if it's a matriarchy, why we go straight to the king? To do these challenges and stuff instead of the high, because he the he left at home while she out here taking care of business. <laughs> yep, that's a fact. Isn't this business though the four war the four legendary? Uh, he did. He's doing this shit. She out. The legendary <laughs> signing coming back. <laughs> I'm about to say yo, but I mean yeah, maybe they. I don't know. Maybe their level's not high enough to interact with the queen yet. Oh wow, you know what I'm saying I don't know. You might see some shit. Nah, that's uh. Oh, I'm also trying to think. It's the only way for him to get out of Curse Shield by. Raftalia is, is the key, bro. She's I feel down, like the, the love that, bitch. yeah, bro. The love that like Raftalia be showing this nigga is like, damn, it be bringing this nigga back to reality. Because even think about before when they got into the fight with the spear hero, mm-hmm. you know, like he was in he was in some shit, like all of that. The first time the curse had her, yeah, curse. exactly. Like when all of that shit going through his head, and then Shorty just hug him up, and he's just like, yo, what the fuck? Everyone got that person that keep you centered. Yeah, man. Because he when he was lost, he like heard the voice, and he was like, mm-hmm. wait, this voice sounds really familiar. And it was exactly what she was saying before, and then and then also from that he realized he was like shit. Like he's like, this is a strong ass shield, but like if I just get consumed by it, yeah. If I get consumed by the hate, yeah. And like, he saw that I because when she killing touched everyone him. around, yeah. And when she touched him, she got all these burns, and he the, was trying to she, heal him. Those her. are the curses. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, heal, heal. He's like, oh, I thought I was like, damn, are we really about to lose Raftalia? This nah. is nonsense. Nah, no, we're still we're still too one early. Go- one gold coin. 
Regular shit, you know, get some hooks. They try to G my They try to G. Shit. The they church try. tried to G. Miles, well, let's talk about it. Yeah, not nah, <laughs> Let's talk about bro, it. Bro, hey, you already know how I feel about the corruption, dog. <laughs> bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was like, oh, y'all brought me the... I asked for a top shelf. Y'all brought me well. Yeah. Y'all brought me see, well. Ah, there it is. They got exactly. the banks. That's banks right. vodka. Yeah, bro. They got the banks. <laughs> niggas, niggas order Grey Goose. I'm like, oh, yeah, nah, this don't taste right. Man. <laughs> Some niggas can tell the difference. Hey. Thankfully, you know <laughs> he's one of them. Now for me, now for me, could tell the difference. And bro. the Pope, I was like, okay, Pope is, seems pretty impartial because he didn't treat him any type of way, and he, you know, was like, when his guards pulled up, he was like, yo, yo, relax, we just having a conversation, yo. Then he girl. said those foreboding ass words. It's true. Yeah, and then also don't don't forget, there's a weapon missing on top of the church. Oh yeah, yeah that's shield. a fact. I thought the 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 plaque inside when he when he's walking out the church and it's like just the Pope. What was that like? Big like was that just a regular cross? I thought that was like a shield. I it's thought it was a cross. Um, the cross is made out of the the bow, the spear, ah, and the sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Joe, you're know, atheist. I guess I don't, I don't know. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I don't really have any predictions that's gonna happen next. I just know that we're gonna get another wave, and then when that happens, like we just about to see them go to work. I'm excited. For Talking about reason. the show or Corona. Nah. Well then, nah, I ain't gonna do it. You don't deserve it. <laughs> you don't deserve you, it. You don't even deserve a button right now. I'm just gonna get one of these. Stop. Oh, just a complete stop. That's it. Yeah, Damn. stop it. Yeah. That's... Oh man, stop the dreaded. Just, stop just button. a dreaded stop button. Yes. Jeez, Matt, that was a that was a great job putting that shit in. <laughs> these are gonna be some um, it's gonna be some high quality episodes. Oh yeah, damn. But so so uh, so, ne- so now's ne- your time to catch up, Matt. I will. I swear to God. Yeah. Even if you even even if you don't watch the beginning, even though I do suggest it because it's good. Yeah. Like it's uh now's the time because you've been like. Is there any episodes that I like? If I don't watch that, I'm not gonna know what the fuck's going on, kind of thing. You could have you seven <laughs> seven seven yeah seven for sure. You could. Right. So I'll start with seven and then yeah. I'll, I'll catch seven. Yeah. Right, yeah, I could have told this nigga Key started any other episode. Episode seven is just like that was the one I I didn't because before I used to always check and be like watch X amount. This one was just like I was watching. I was like, damn, it's filler. All right, yeah, yeah. nah. I was so confused. I just kept rewinding and shit, rewinding and shit. I mean, if you watch the first episode, you might get into it though. First episode is tough. Yeah, first episode three. Yeah, I might have to try it out one day. It's a it's a good one. Cause shit, I, like you said, like you watch these three episodes, you just want to watch the next one right away. But yeah, this, these past three, I was like, I, and mind you, I was watching it very late last night, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I never wait to the last minute yeah. to watch episodes. And I was like watching it last night. I'm just like, bro, like what the fuck? I had to take notes. I usually don't take notes, but yeah. I had to take notes so that way, like, I'm like really, you know, engaged mm-hmm. in this shit. But you guys, anything left in your notes? I know you always take notes. Anything else you want to talk about? Just going through. See did that. I get all my shit off? I think I did. To be honest. Uh, you are correct though the, the next wave is in the next three episodes so figured yeah mm-hmm. I mean now I'm kind of interested to see like what bad thing now for me is going to have to fix with the uh, the bow hero uh, mm-hmm. if he did anything bad because everybody said like he no doesn't even know what, what the hell yet. he's doing but no I think it's, it's an inch I think it's, it definitely is a play on like the hero type mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to be a hero but I think his moral standards are like, I can't just not help these people. Because like, he understands it, it's not a game. Yeah. Like, I get, like, like he. I think in his mind is like, all right, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to charge him for it. If I was a hero, I'd just be doing all this shit out of the kindness of my heart. But I'm like, nah. That's not how the world That's works. That's not how the world works. And he gets that. And he's like, I can't I'll help you guys. the kindness of my heart. Yeah, I'll help you guys, but you got to pay. And I think that's that's okay. You know? Yeah. Good hero. 
I think he's still a hero in my book. I mean, just like, not your traditional. Listen, he's like, my favorite. Protagonist. He's, All Might, bro. I mean, <laughs> he's like, I, like I don't want to keep throwing out the word antihero, but I mean, like he's like he like you know heroes are known for doing noble shit. He's he's a hero. Like all right, like I'm gonna do this, but yeah, I'm gonna need my my bread afterwards. You gotta clean everything up. Yeah, right. Exactly. At least he's still doing. Here's your bill. He's dropping the check off. I mean, it could be worse before it's done. He could yeah. be uh he could be spear hero and charging a toll. Yeah, not <laughs> to get in and out of your own town. Yeah, spear hero was on some shit with that. You're right. <laughs> you don't even know what this town is called, bro. You just showed up. He's like, what? Do you, what's this town even called? Uh, uh, exactly. <laughs> you. How much it costs to live at the inn? Uh, it costs <laughs> one silver, and that's food and rent. Man, food and rent. Yes, sir, indeed. Imagine, yeah. imagine you went to go rent an apartment. And they were like, "All right, it's it's a thousand a month for rent, utilities, and food." <laughs> That'd be lit. That would be. I'm about but to say. what if it was cooked by a white person who didn't season their food? I mean, I have seasonings in my own house. I would just, you still do it though? Yeah, I just bring the food back to my house and I season it myself. I'm a pass on unseasoned chicken. Sorry, <laughs> this is I'm mad sorry. boiled chicken. I'll just end up eating a lot of really like I guess whatever the the white delicacies are. Casseroles. What kind of white are they? Like not Italian, oh, not no. Italian. Oh wait, are they Greek? Nah, nah, nah. Because nah, nah. Greek has they're some not good... Mediterranean. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, I'm, about to, I'm about to say bro. <laughs> they're Irish. You have, they would no. have to. They would have to pay me a thousand dollars a month to eat unseasoned chicken. <laughs> Y'all niggas bugging. Damn, white people do love them a good casserole. Is Hell that like yeah. the the general white person staple? I've always thought of, I've ne- like whenever I would watch like sitcoms and things like that, they talk about casseroles. I'm like, what? I, n- I, n- I never have a casserole before. Tuna casserole. I yeah. My mom be making tuna casserole. That should be slapping though. What the fuck? Somebody made like I think in one show I saw they made like a cinnamon toast crunch casserole or something like that. Oh hell no! What type like, of white is Laura? Uh, she's mostly Italian, a little bit Irish and German. But okay. uh, I think they have food. They have they have German. You, you have could food. eat at their yeah. crib. And German, yeah, German, German could, German can fuck. I mean, her her family cooks Italian, like that's okay. their primary yeah. cuisine. But I think, at least for the Americanized version of like white culture foods, like Polish food is just like <laughs> it's not it dry as hell. There's nothing on it. It's just like salt, like <laughs> just salt, just like salt. like you ever like where are you getting Polish food? Pierogies, bro. Like what the fuck? Aren't just, those just like dumplings? They're like white people di- dumplings, but like it's just filled with potato. Oh, that's potato. That ain't it. Like, like, a, like a dumpling. Like literally, you bite into it. There's no it's flavor. Soggy. It burns the shit out of your tongue, and then that's it. <laughs> Potato. <laughs> Where were you having this Polish food that you were done with it? You were clearly so, fed up. So I don't know. This probably doesn't really count. Like if if anybody Polish was in this room, they'd be like, "Fuck you." But fuck <laughs> them. <laughs> but I there's there's this punk rock venue in Brooklyn called um, oh god, it's uh Warsaw actually. Yeah, okay, it's literally called Warsaw. Oh wow. Shout out to COD. And uh, yeah, and then right. so, so it's a it's a punk rock venue owned by Polish people. So they have like a full bar, but then they have like their this little uh food area mm-hmm. and it's called like punk rock and pierogies or something. Oh. So they sell like pierogies and like little Greek street food. I meant Greek, Polish street food kind of thing. It's just like, bro, we, I was like, oh sweet, pierogies. Like I went yeah. and I, I got one and I just I bit into it, burned my tongue, <laughs> I had no flavor. <laughs> Even you put like it's and, mad and like yeah, it's just mushy <laughs> and like you, you're supposed to put like mustard on them and shit. Uh, like I don't want to do that. If I have to put mustard on something to make yeah, it taste I'm, good, I'm, I'm cool off of it. I'm cool off. I, I feel like it's just UK food is trash. Like actual yeah, no, like right. British people food. Not like because the 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 official dish of the UK is actually curry because they got so much brown people. True. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but like actual mad. like UK yeah, actual UK food is so trash to me. Fish and chips is whack, bro. 
Uh, you've been, you've been, you've been, been, whack. You've been across the pond, so you could, you could speak on it, bro. They just put salt. Just salt on the fries and the fish. What do you yeah. think they spice cabinet look like if they even have one? Just look like just like like salt, pepper, and not even like coarse salt. Just yeah. probably regular salt. salt. Yeah, or sea salt, kosher salt, kosher salt, salt. fine grain uh, pepper. No. When I learned to stop cooking with iodized salt, my life changed. Like <laughs> like good salt. Something yeah, about no, good salt. Like nice sea salt. Yeah, nah, you gotta, sea yeah, salt, bro, yeah, kosher salt. I think, I think it's just regular like salt. That diamond crystal shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, diamond crystal. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it's just regular salt, um, flour, mm-hmm. and like okay. margarine. Mar- not, even, not, <laughs> not even butter. Not even butter. Not even butter. Margarine. Ugh, nasty. You know what's really uh, I think about sometimes? It's like you ever watch those old timey uh, like either movies or, or TV shows and someone goes and like to their neighbor and asks for like a cup of flour. Like what? I don't know why that concept is wild to me. Just going to your neighbor's house, be like, "Yo, can I borrow a cup of sugar or a cup of flour?" Oh, that was like old ass. Yeah. The only time I've ever had to do anything like that was um in my old house. It's like a three family home, so they're like apartments, mm. and we lived on the bottom floor. So like we were really cool with people there because we owned like the building. Yeah. So then if we needed something, we can go up there. But it's like it was an older Italian woman who that was like my grandma figured growing up on the second floor. So she would hold it down with anything. But like other than that, like I couldn't imagine like living here in Baldwin, me going over to a neighbor and asking for shit like, like that. Unless but, you're like in the middle of cooking and you're like, oh shit, I yeah. need this like it, right now. That's the thing. It's like, and not even like, I like, yo, can I borrow? Hands. All my all my friends live relatively close to me. <laughs> but it's not even like. That's like, still like, weird. I, I mean, it's, it's, it, I feel like it's less weird. I feel like. The only time we did that really was at the dorm. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, we just need milk for like one thing, like one cup of milk. Yeah, in fact, let's go to Brandy's crib and just yeah. get, get a little bit of. That's the thing. It's not even like, yo, I need to like borrow some pepper, like, mm-hmm. like, and you just bring back the canister. It's like, I need a cup of flour. Imagine just walking from your crib with a cup of milk. <laughs> <laughs> just walk, then you trip and you're just like, oh, the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to go back. <laughs> oh, man. That's a fact. Now you just got to go to a different neighborhood. <laughs> They picking out the door like, oh shit, like there's mad flour in the like, floor. Didn't I just see you? Go- <laughs> you just <laughs> I just show up, knock on your neighbor's door, just mad flour. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's like I need, I need some flour. <laughs> what, what happened? Uh, uh, I don't imagine know. there was a time niggas got their milk delivered. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Like you got your shit delivered like the daily newspaper. You just open the door one morning and it's just a thing of milk, milk right there. In the sun. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> sitting <laughs> there <laughs> in the sun. For, you go groceries delivered now. Hold on, actually, you know what that reminds me of? I just heard Milkman isn't a profession anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that shit is. Yeah, I just heard that uh, Shawnee's closed down for good. Shawnee's? Really? Yeah. yeah. Shawnee's? That, What's that? Is that? Well, the, I, the place in the harbor where yeah, all the white people used to that buy milk and things underage. place. Yeah. Oh, that's a classic. That's, that's where everybody used to, to get their the, shit. Yeah, niggas used to cop the all uh, the thotties back in the day, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, must be nice. finally done. That's what we'll get for next week. Dot so, juice so and that, fucking ice cream cake. Dot juice <laughs> ice cream cake. Niggas yeah, gonna be in here Hey, listen, last week's episode <laughs> was brought to like us by White Henny, so I feel like that's why it was such a good episode. Yeah, <laughs> when yeah, they yeah, first yeah, came yeah, out, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the girls loved it. I'm oh, like, oh, dot juice? Every, juice? every juice. flavor just tastes like straight like Windex or cleaning solution. <laughs> listen, if Ari want to get lit and she's going to something at a house, she'll still pick up a tall book and just go. Twisted tea. You know what's funny? One time, it was during the summer, I just was like, I wanted like, when I remember I bought like some um big cider one and then a twisted tea. That twisted tea is still sitting in my fridge. <laughs> like if I'm in a pinch, man, yeah, and I need to get to, to get, get to somebody's house but be drinking. Yep, go to the corner store, two tall boys, and then yeah. It's like when I found out people still drinking four locos. That's like rough. people around our age still drinking. Well, I haven't four even locos. like seen those in the stores. Last four loco I had I think was junior year of college. 
Damn, that's still kind of late. I know. I was drinking them shits in high school. Like no, temp, yeah, like tenth grade. But people was drinking them in college. We knew playing. They were still there in college. I remember words. walking up the the corner store right across from uh, Damn, so Whitehall. Yeah, they had them. Paul used to just pick up Henny and E and J. Yeah, that's a face. <laughs> there it is. John know John know me. E and J. I used to drink in high school actually. Yeah, straight up. Brandy. <laughs> just drink I, I used to put E&J. it in like a flask. And just bro, how out. old were you in high school? <laughs> Seventy. <laughs> I remember I went to a, like, yeah. a party at like Jerome Neymar's house. I remember time. that party. Remember that party? Yeah. Yes. I, I was because dr- I literally drank a whole flask of ENJ, and by the end of that night, I was just throwing up. That was the one where everyone, a lot of people didn't go to Jerome's house before that party. Mm-hmm. So it was like I knew his family, and then we got there, and they were like, "Yo, you got to pay." I was like, "I know you." And then it was pe- everyone <laughs> right. goes, "Yo, Jerome's house is mad nice." And that was when Taylor that, got that, fucked up. That was when well, you had to pay to get into that, that party. That was a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people that was a that was the quite most, a time. That was the most diverse party Bowling mm-hmm. ever seen, bro. That's that was probably true. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, that was the one boy. All the white people was there. All the niggas was there. Like, yeah, that was, was chilling. That's definitely what a time. True. Yeah, and I've, I've been in Jerome's house before that. That, that, was, nigga, that was a kumbaya. Yeah, it was. That was after that party. I went to Mike Felicio's house and almost threw up in his hallway. Oh boy! Shout out to Mike. Yeah, Baldwin High School sounds like a time, man. <laughs> I'm about to say Baldwin. Baldwin, yeah, man. We we had some. Listen, we, with four of us in the room, you can hear all the crazy ass stories, bro. This From nigga, every aspect of Baldwin. I'm about, to, I'm about to say this nigga keys. Yo, nah, I ain't even gonna get into it. Incriminate himself. Yeah, this whole about, shit's being cut. Yeah, right. And this this ain't getting cut anyway. But you but know. say that's for a different pod. <laughs> right. That's a different. When story. we get that Patreon, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we get the Patreon, y'all niggas want some exclusive content. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna have to pay we're gonna for it. we're gonna kill a bottle like we did this weekend. Right, exactly. That would be funny, man. Yeah, that shit would. You be pay a certain amount, you get access to the cut content. Yo, yep. I mean that's that's why I keep like last week. I'm keeping that entire audio from last week. Yeah. Yes, sir. Wow. Hey. All right, John. It's closing time. It is closing time. I don't know the words. One more call. Well, no, one last call for alcohol. I think it's the. I knew I could count on you, Matt. I got you with the, <laughs> with the white people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and with that, thank you guys for listening. It has been another episode of the Sorry Toby Sports Pod. Big shout out to Keith, our guest this week. Thank you for coming. Again, cannot wait to have you back when we definitely have a lot more sports and we can argue and whatnot and bullshit for real. And um, definitely we're going to have some, some more refreshments. So, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I, I should, I'll supply the refreshments. So I appreciate y'all for having me. Of course, man. listen, feel free. One, appreciate y'all for having me, man. I'll pull up anytime. Just let me know. Just get get some social interaction in. For real. Yeah, man. that's it. Shit, I might bring my dog with me next time. Oh, <laughs> shit. Hell no. This nigga got the I say it's gonna be fun because especially come basketball season next year. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, listen, when basketball season, we gonna see if, this, we gonna see if your is, predictions are right about this, Frank and Mitch. Yeah, we still have This is the nigga that y'all want when basketball season come around. Yeah, no, now, sure. Keith, once again, bro, appreciate you. This is my brother for fucking life, man. Appreciate you coming through, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Hey, man, it's been good. So, for me, signing out, remember to follow us at Sorry Toby Sports on Instagram and Twitter. We do have the Facebook page as well, Sorry Toby Sports Pod, and follow me at Fender Normal on Twitter. Guys? Yeah, man, Southwest signing out. Just make sure y'all niggas socially distancing. I mean, you know, hopefully I had a good Memorial Day weekend. I know that I sure as hell did, but, you know, <laughs> two contradictory-ass statements, but, you know, regular shit. Uh, well, uh, you already know, follow J underscore Thomas underscore 24 on the tweeters. Um, yeah. 
You need another Bleacher Report article to come out, but I know it's hard right now. Yeah, it is. It, it is hard because there's no, there's nothing to write about, and everybody's written written about everything else. I'm actually, I'm gonna try and get into like other teams' writers. I'm trying to find like obscure things on like mm-hmm. like the Jazz or like the Cavaliers, just something. Because I'm so sick and tired. Go of... write, write about some Korean baseball. That league is lit right now. I'm not waking up at no 5 a.m. Dog, my average wake, it's a struggle to wake up for this. You're going my to sleep average at 5 a.m.? My average wake up time is like 12, 1230. Damn. You know, so. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy sleep schedule <laughs> to come fuck with us. Of course, of course. <laughs> but, you know, as always, tip your local delivery drivers. And, uh, yeah, stay safe out there. And, uh, Keith, you got anything to plug? Um... No, nah, not really. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is nf.keys. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, see what I got going on. Um, got a couple of my artists on there that you could also follow. But yeah, just check out my Instagram and pretty much got everything on there that you need to see. Shout out to Matt again. You know, always here at Regrown. Sorry, Toby Sound Man himself. Sorry. Appreciate y'all. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Uh, I, I enjoy the earbuds. <laughs> It's a lot sitting down for three hours, just niggas just. Especially when you put the fucks on your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> OD. And then I use the fucking massage gun. Yeah. So I guess oh, from the, the massage gun hitting my ass, like the skin on my ass is sore now. Yeah. So just... Those are great. Damn. <laughs> I hope the mic caught that. That'll be the intro right there. Yeah. The skin it's on my right. ass is sore. It's, there it's, we go. That's all right. Hopefully the mic caught it though. <laughs> Damn. You enjoyed yourself, bro? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not for sure. I already know how the bros chat gonna hit. Niggas gonna be like, oh, Keith was, Keith was on the show? We was trying to cut the show too. I'm like, oh my God. Why just have both at the same time? Yeah, all right, bro. <laughs> Is everyone gonna talk over each other? Yeah, right. Five bodies in this room is... Oh boy. A maximum. <laughs> Today was a human day too, so I'm, gl- I'm surprised it stayed as cool as it did. Yeah, no, we, figured, we definitely made it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you got it on your phone, you just slide right into here. And oh, I'm going to take, I'm take, I'm take my... Oh, best part about today, I actually have cash to pay Matt. Oh, uh, uh, Ryan, look at that. I just need to change. I need to have that. Remember, get something It's no rubber. Yeah, because City Field is so much better than New York. And I, I can I can say that confidently.